Hi, this is Grant Morrison. You're listening to Four Color Commentary. Hello, true believers, and welcome to Four Color Commentary, the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love. I'm Alan. (laughs) I'm Chewie. I'm Ian. I'm the Black Ranger. It's comics time! (laughs) No, I'm, my name's not the Black Ranger. My name's Ryan. Oh, man. Oh, Alan, I wish you would have just let me know that that's the music you wanted to play. I could have just added it in later. No, that sounds no, better this way. It's way it's better. Yeah. Seeing, the, seeing the looks on your faces, the fact that I had to stare you down as it was played. So, welcome, everybody. We were very mum about the mum is the word last time, but uh, welcome to our mom. one year annual, guys. This is one year of doing this show. Congrats. Oh. Let's all give ourselves a round of applause for that. That's good. So, good for us. Good for us for sticking with it. And by the way, thank you, Mr. Grant Morrison. I toast my whiskey to you. We're celebrating the whiskey for that uh, nice introduction. We are let's drinking. All... We are drinking some nice gentleman yeah. Jack yeah. whiskey. Let, let's let's get pissed in his honor. Yes. So um, not angry. Can we, That's can not we get? Can uh, we yeah. get wicked pissed? So Chewy I and I. I don't know. Che- I think that, that you have to be from Boston for that. Oh, to work. Yeah, uh, Chewy, true. Chewy, and I went to a Grant Morrison a signing event at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. Uh, they partnered with California. Fat Collectibles, so we're not um, part. We're not. Uh, uh, very lovely. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're not cheating on our comic books for too much. But um, while we were there, we were oh, in a line. And I had like two I, I asked, I will tell you guys, I did ask Grant if we could yeah. sit down for an interview, but he just looked over. He looks like, oh, I'm just really tired, man. I'm worried I'll, I'll stumble through it. Like, By the way, Alan, when we did meet him, I did realize that our Grant Morris impressions are terrible. Yes. Yeah, they're um, absolutely I just terrible. Heard, I just heard him talking moments ago. And he, yeah, he's. But you know what, though, terrible. the thing about it is, it's better than no Grant Morrison impressions. Is so. it? That's true. Is it? It is. Is it? It is. It is definitely. I'd... Okay. Well, Anyways, I would argue that. But agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I'm really tired. I he's like, I'm like, he, I'm just gonna stumble through it. He's like, I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna use a foul language, guys. I'm pissed and pissed. He mean in like the the drunk, the British vernacular, the European vernacular for drunk, the Scottish vernacular. Let's say wicked piss. Well, it's a UK. But I asked him. I was like, Hey, well, would you be willing to record a bump? He's like, Yeah, sure. Work me like a ventriloquist puppet. And so I was really nervous. Like that's the best one I could get. We had him originally saying the best thing was he goes. Here's the thing. He said that and. Then we were like, "Oh, okay, cool." And we're, we we went to go hit off on the on the recorder, but he kept going, being Grant Morrison. He's like, "I'm gonna add some magic to it." Um, <laughs> and then we didn't get what he said, so we got him to do it a second time. But I don't know. It I wasn't guess recording. It didn't, hit, it it didn't, didn't go. Hit recorder. But he said, it's "He okay. said, you listen to four color commentary. He's, May the God have mercy on your souls." <laughs> Hey, I really Grant want Morrison. that one. Listening we to tried to get him to say Alan sucks, but we were too worried that you he might be thinking you, we were talking about Alan Moore. Yeah. We don't want to spread that debate. You should have gotten to say Alan's art sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I looked saying. at it and I vomited. Yeah, you <laughs> should have like gross. shown him. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I should become a psychic assassin. <laughs> 
So, guys, welcome to Four Color Commentary. If this is your first issue with us, welcome. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, going to be a little yeah. bit different format than our typical Grant Morrison's issues. our friend, obviously, as you yeah. just heard. As you, if we're legit, we have a poorly recorded Grant Morrison bump that we'll now play <laughs> before every episode. I'm just kidding. I um, think we should do that. Yeah, yeah, play that not? one before every episode. Yeah, until we why get did, another well, one. Hey, here's the well, until we get Alan Moore. Why did we not get Sam Humphreys to do that? I don't why know. Did, yeah, you know point. what? That was a really Sam Humphreys. Thing we're to, coming for you. I'm. I have tricks up my sleeve. I think until things. we get Neil Gaiman or or uh, Alan Moore, that that we just keep use it the same no. thing every time. Well, well it'll Alan, be for special occasions. Alan Moore. Only. Well, I don't know that he'll do it because he'll be like. I, I heard you've got Grant Morrison. Do you guys talk about comic book movies a lot? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, have you ever read com- one of my books? <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast sounds pretty bleak. So tonight's it episode more of the R word. Tonight's episode uh, is going to be a little different. We are drinking, so we'll have to watch our language. This but- episode is for twenty-one and up. <laughs> No. <laughs> but uh, we're celebrating one year of four color commentary tonight. Um, so our show is going to be a little bit different than normal. Don't pour it why on did, the microphone. Don't pour the microphone. Well, you said I'm confused. Why did uh, Why did nobody make a Cavassier joke? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so the show w- the show will be a little bit different the, this evening. So if this is not your if this is your first issue with us, I might recommend for the first time to maybe go back and listen to the previous issue just to get an idea of what our show normally is like. The first <laughs> half of the show will be like but, normal. But this is a yeah, this is a kind of a celebratory. So there are some changes here uh, in in the show. So um, I'm going to go ahead. Actually, I normally I list the list the sections of our show, but I'm going to yeah. let. The sections be a little bit of a surprise tonight. Ooh, so for you current listeners, there will be here's my issue, as you know, and there will be uh, first prints. But the last two sections are going to be mystery sections. We know what they are, but Magic. you don't. So you have to keep listening to find out. Um, but before we it's get like into one of those comic books that's sealed in the black bag, yeah, you can't read it to take it out. Of the it's, comic and it has book. a big Which red one? S with blood coming down it, and you're like, yeah. this will be worth thousands in Which years. Which one to of come. us is going <laughs> to die in this podcast? <laughs> Usually, <laughs> the things that I read that come in black out. bags can't be read unless I'm alone. No. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, (laughs) Alan, we're talking about different comic books. Uh, Oh um, no! Oh man! So Dad's getting mad over there. We should just call this one uh, Four Color Commentary After Dark. (laughs) We always record After Dark because there's flying toasters in the the room right now. Yeah. You got, it, I got you got it. it. You got it. You got it. Oh, nerds. Alan, there's a thing called screensavers. Okay. No, no, no. I got the reference. I just don't understand the connection. Computers. Because you said called, After Dark. It's called and After Dark after was the name, dark of, the is the name of that screensaver, the flying toasters. With the flying saver. toasters. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, After Dark. You had to pay oh, for it once. Oh, okay. I was yes. not that big of a nerd. Gotcha. Okay. Right. It's, it's, I doubt that. You had to. There you was never had time. I doubt that very much, Mr. Blue Lantern sticker on the back of your car. If you've never had a dog dig up your desktop, you don't know what you're missing. There was a time where you had to pay to have flying toasters on As, your screen yeah. when you didn't touch your computer enough. You guys remember comet cursors? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My, oh, yeah. my parents would get so mad at me for installing oh, comet the cursors. Little, the little ones with stuff next there to was, them. Yeah, you could have a Spider-Man one or a glittery one <laughs> or a rainbow, you know. There was oh, lots of boy. stuff. Oh, um, remember Windows 98 themes? Uh, yes, vaguely. Nostalgia yeah. cast. Yeah, right. no, that's that's next. Oh, what about okay. Bonzi Buddy? Anybody use Bonzi Buddy? I don't know what that is. Yes. No. It was the little purple gorilla that was yeah. like mm-hmm. a less annoying version of the paperclip. Oh, no. Uh huh. I remember that. Um, All okay. the malware we put on our parents' computers. <laughs> All so, of it. So much. So, 
there are some ways you can reach out to our show if you haven't tuned out yet after the seven minutes of intro. Um, but uh, <laughs> way number one, you can reach our show is going to our website. It's uh, fourcolorpodcast.com. So there you can uh, subscribe to it. It's a Tumblr site, so you can get updates when new episodes come out. Uh, we also do have some links on the side there. Uh, thing number one, you can do on those links is subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a big uh, give us some star ratings there. We did get an additional star rating, so thank you for that, whoever Yay, you are. Thank there was you. no thank words you. written, but thank you. You can send us an email if you'd like at fourcolorpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at, at fourcolorpod on Twitter. We also do have an Instagram account with the same same handle, at fourcolorpod. You can like us on Facebook. And of course, as a reminder, we are part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, so you can always check out more of our shows at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, boys, let's go around the circle and introduce ourselves to all of our uh, listeners. Uh, if this is your first time and you did not heed my warning, let's do it anyway. Alan. It's okay. Who be you? You guys gotta say it backwards. <laughs> yeah, not with you. Do it uh, like Twin Peaks. <laughs> so, Alan, tell us about yourself. Let's go around the circle and introduce ourselves to the the four color cadets. Which Eddie is, by the way, cadets. Thank you for seven minutes of uh, uninterrupted standing. <laughs> Even if you're driving, that must have been very difficult. <laughs> oh, Stop in the middle of the highway. <laughs> oh, four color, four color commentary. I tried to do the Canadian <laughs> national anthem. Uh, okay, so my name is Alan. Clearly, I am the smartest one of the group. Um, ah, ah. Yeah, it was funny. And my self-esteem just plummeted. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. It can't get any lower. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, I read a lot of things. Uh, mostly, I bring to the group uh, web comics and manga. Um, <clears throat> and I really, as like, I like to draw things. So, art and art direction and panel layout and that kind of thing is what I really uh, love focusing on. Um yeah, so that's me. My name is Chewy. I tend to like things. I've been described recently as liking things that are blood and metal <laughs> and just darkness and evil. Did you describe um, yourself as that? Yeah, okay. I did recently. Yeah, was that you? On, on yeah, last, I was going to say. On the last thing. Sounds, sounds um, right. Yeah, no, I like I like things that are dark where you're like, okay, cool, you know, like this you seems are like it's pretty cool. You are wearing all black and that's bright true. white sandals with socks. Uh, yeah, they're I black am. socks, though. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Those sandals you know? are pretty metal. Yeah, they're they do have a shiny metal. logo on them. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say which logo for copyright reasons. Um, in any Reebok. case, yes, that's true. They it's are, not Reebok. Yeah. Nope, it's not Adidas. Nope. Bet you can get six. <laughs> yep, that's yep. the one. Onitsuka Tiger. BK Knights. <laughs> um, yeah, I like things that are basically Malibu Dreams and BK Knights. <laughs> and you're just like, hey man, that was pretty metal. That took a hard left turn and someone lost their head. Uh, hello, everybody. I was drinking some delicious whiskey. Uh, I didn't see you come in there. Please oh, we have delicious whiskey? <laughs> As opposed to what I have. You know mm. what? You can get out. <laughs> I gave you, you that I get free you as a get gift. Out. <laughs> um, so uh, my name is Ian. Uh, this uh, is my turn to talk about me. Um, so uh, I am the kind of person who likes uh, mostly comics that are by the big two, which is DC and Marvel superhero books. I like people doing... Daring do and saving people in distress, but uh, I'm a pretty easy customer when it comes to comics. I find something I like in every book, and as long as you have a good story, I'm willing to give it a read. Hi, I'm Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year, you guys. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm still not sick of Alan. It's weird. I have a hard trouble believing that. <laughs> you, have um, a, you have a hard trouble? I have a hard time. <laughs> you have a hard time saying <laughs> that <sense>. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> he's drinking skull water. So right. yeah. He's got to be yeah. dead. He's got to be dead. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, listen. Hey, hey. Hey, you, it's my turn. You, my hey, turn to talk. Ryan's. You guys. No one else talking. You guys. 
I love you guys. This is going to be a I, long I, podcast. I love you guys. <laughs> oh. We love you too, Alan. All right. Yes, we do. Okay. okay, so my name is Ryan. Pay attention to me now. Hi, Ryan. Uh, I like comic books um, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sort of like underground comic books and uh, comics is art. Say comics the thing. Literature. He said there, the thing. Said the thing. Uh, I like science fiction. Uh, I have a. I tend to gravitate towards a relatively distinct art style, stuff that is uh, very inky with bright, flat colors, uh, or, or black and white things. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, we have been. Right. It's been a year, guys. Wow. Um, so there are four sections of the show. Like there are four sections of us. As I say, uh, the first two sections, uh, the last two are going to be surprises for tonight. But if you are new, um, the first two sections of our show that we normally do, and there will be no exception to that tonight. Uh, part number one is here's my issue. What we do in here's my issue uh, is we uh, go through, we each pick a comic and we all read it beforehand and we uh, talk about each comic that everyone's picked. So we all go around the circle and tell each other what we thought. Um, part number two of the show is called First Prince. It's where we uh, read a classic comic run, a graphic novel, something like that, something that's important, maybe a newer classic kind of book, something that's kind of a, a modern classic, I guess I could say. Um, we read about it and talk about it, and especially if you're new to comics, these are some things you should be reading to get yourself into it. So uh, that is what First Prince is. Uh, that was very Ian Malcolm of me. So uh, that's uh, First Prince. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, well, that would get a thank you, Alan. The pity, <laughs> thank you for the pity laugh. Appreciate it. Must go faster. Must go faster. You guys like to uh, oh, no. read comic books. Um, so, all right, all right, guys. Thank you, Jeff. All right, guys. Let's get into this show. So, uh, first section of the show. Here's my issue. We'll go ahead and start it off. Uh, sh- start the show proper. So, who drew the short straw this time? Who was that? Chewy. 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 Short straw. Hey guys, remember when we were drawing short straws? Yeah. Uh, I drew a short straw a while ago Woo. for when I would finally draw the short straw. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's somewhere here, so I need to find first, it. Stop choosing books that are called zombie book. Zombie book. <laughs> that always starts with Z. Well, yeah, that's true. Zombie, that's true. zombie, zombie starts with Z. Here's my short straw. Is that supposed it's to be not, like it's not for cookie or yeah. finished or anything like that. But here's nice. my short straw. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he got broken in half oh, and he's God. dying. It's metal. so metal. The, the other part of it is there's going to be another straw that's uh-huh. holding an axe. Uh-huh. Right there, like a hood. We'll see that one next time. It should be like red icy. Yeah. So Chewie, tell us about the book that you brought this time. So, uh, as I mentioned before, um, when you hear this, you will be upon upon coming upon 2014's Krampusnacht. Uh, very brief education. What is Krampusnacht? Well, that's the night of the Krampus. Uh, that's when Krampus is out on his yearly romp, just, you know, cromping it up uh, amongst <laughs> all the, you know, people who don't deserve gifts. What is Krampus? He's the Christmas demon. So, you know, here in America, it's just like, well, okay, you won't get presents. We'll get a lump of coal. In other parts of the world, like in Europe, uh, most of Europe, uh, Krampus comes and he takes you away if you're bad. Sounds awesome. So, you know, be good. Be good and be quiet. So what is the book about? (laughs) Well, it's about said Christmas demon. Uh, It's about Krampus. But in this case, Krampus actually has been imprisoned by the the Santa Claus, Santa Claus's Santa Claus. Wait, it, it, it says what they're called. They're like the Santa Claus. The, well, the Secret Society, Society of Santa. Secret Society of Santa Claus. I was Nuts. trying to figure out the plural of Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus right there. <laughs> Santa Claus is typically spelled without an e at the end, yeah. unlike that terrible movie. 
Uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Yeah. Tim Allen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's been imprisoned. <laughs> he's been imprisoned um, for quite some time. And now they need his help to break uh, to, to break kind of a, a curse that's been befallen upon them because mm. of some missing bones. So I forgot it to sounds mention. sounds pretty metal. I forgot to mention this book was written by Brian Jones and illustrated by Dean Cotts. Um, but it's definitely an image book and it's about a Christmas demon. Go. You know what I love about this book is it's not just like Santa Claus's, like, yeah. you know, like Macy's store Santa Claus. It's each country's representation yeah, of what Santa great. Claus is. I, really I like how too. the American Santa Claus is always eating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Kringle. Um, Listen, fatty. <laughs> yeah, they he make probably fun of him a whole lot. He's eating court. nachos. He like gets the Dude, least I amount of respect. Nachos. The Hawaiian Santa gets more respect than the American no, Santa. No, he's not the Hawaiian Santa. He's the Pacific, Pacific Island. Island. Is it Pacific Island or Australian? Pacific Island. Hawaii is technically in the back a Pacific of this book. Island. It's true. They have a key in the back of this book that tells you the names and right. from we, which and country location. It's yeah. true. So um, what did you guys it was think? Very helpful. What did you think of the story? I, I was it's like I thought it was just be the I like there was a lot more story here than I expected there to be. I agree. And and I was I was very uh, very pleasantly surprised by that. I was expecting it to just be sort of like the Krampus is here and oh no, and what, do know, do? what do we do? Uh, yeah. it's, it's terrible. But there was like, you know, character development and they made a, a number of the Santa's sort of distinct characters from each other, which I thought was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then like the Krampus, like it, the way he's, the way he's portrayed is very clearly like these Santas are dumb and he's like not a psycho, but then they made him enough of sort of a crazy person that, it made it interesting, but yeah, there was like weird. there was like an actual story and like plot and yeah. like clear like it's, here's what happened and I, we're setting I really, this up. Yeah, and I, stuff. I, I really, I was really, I was impressed. I agree. I dug, I dug that it was not just like oh, it's Santa versus the Krampus. Like, yeah, that's exactly. what I was worried it was going to be. Yeah, but Santa had, versus Santa Claus versus Martian. It's yeah, a far, I was say. it's a yeah, it's it's a far more it's far more intricate plot. And honestly, this book's like pretty that, funny. That this book movie. has a lot of really funny points yeah. in it. This is like I love the way they drew the Krampus because um, it's not like overly demon yeah he looks yeah. like sort of like what hellboy looks like yeah you know, like well, and they, very human with demon-esque features they make reference to that later when they're in the hall of christmas's entity or enemies yeah i like that um, the mouse king is where, next yeah, yeah. rat king is next oh, that's a reference that's to so good to the nutcracker sweep yeah nutcracker and, sweep. and they have them uh they have a portrait of him and he's drawn and or painted the way that crop is traditionally is portrayed mm-hmm. they're uh, like man they were way off yeah. <laughs> is that this, another book or is that in this book that's in this, that's book. In this one it's, 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 there's a hallway it says the north pole the hall of enemies i like that the north pole by the way Page has 24. a hall of enemies yeah, yeah. i know why not right? <laughs> it's like it's so be. batman exactly <laughs> the hall of enemies <laughs> the hall of enemies of christmas um, and all that is good and i sweet. like i love the i love the uh, the point with the, the joke with the naughty bomb that yeah. so krampus yeah, yeah krampus they, they basically put a bomb on him that if he tries to punish anyone who's naughty it will explode and kill him it's like suicide squad but, krampus but yeah. I, love, I love that he sees this little either he's in this hospital uh, to meet one of the other characters yeah, yeah. in the book to, to, to get some information Bellsnickel, right yes mm-hmm. so ian you're a little bit of a lore person uh, Belsnickel. What can you tell us? Is that about is that is that is that the Black Peter? Is that the same guy? It's kind of like a Black Peter uh, type. Swart Pete. So he's yeah. kind of similar to Krampus in the way that he is. He was and one of the Santa. I think it's Sinterklaas, right? Yeah. It's Sinterklaas's yeah. so like partner. He's the Dutch. Um, yeah. I, I will say it's Black Peter, but I won't go into detail. You can do some research on that. But yeah, he is kind of the um, kind of kind of like Krampus. He basically, if you're but he's bad, like a human guy. Yeah, he's though. a human guy, but he will do kind of similar to Krampus. It's stuff. good cop, bad cop. But yeah. a bad cop is like, I'm gonna take you away forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, no, well, I think... And, and you black, didn't finish your, and, your yes, potatoes. And, 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 and Belsnickel's more like... Um, he's less like Krampus. Like, Krampus will be like, I'm going to take you to a fiery hot yeah. place. Belsnickel's like, just get in this bag and let me hit you. You've been bad. I need to get my bad and average up. But I love Why that... Po- American? I, I love the, I love the dia- American? I love the dialogue in there. It's it's classic comedy scene where he like... it, it uh, Naughty bomb, armed. Uh, I take it back. I take it back. Look, look I moved away from the door. He I wants torches the, the girl. Who cares? Not this guy. Like, Not this guy. So Naughty bomb. I think that, how did you guys read him, by the way? Because he has like the little, you know, accents. Yeah, he's got the German accent, kind of German. Yeah, I thought it was more French. Just that's he, how I was reading because it, because it had I, I Z in front of everything. Oh, I yeah. know he was German, but I was reading it French. I don't, I don't know. I just want. I'm glad that I'm not the only one. Who, so you know. I feel like we're underselling this book by not mentioning the fact yes. that the reason they hire the Krampus is because somebody has oh. stolen the bones of Saint Nicholas. Yeah, which who then, stole the bones of Saint Nicholas? By the way, the fairy, the, the sugar, the sugar, plum, sugar, sugar plum, plum fairies. Fairies, how awesome is that? Who, who are working clearly working for somebody else? But the point is, uh, so conspiracy. The Santas lose all their powers, but they're all gathered at the North Pole, and therefore they're all trapped in the North Pole. Now, yeah. that being said, everything that's tied to Santa's magic. I E reindeer start falling <laughs> from the sky because they can no longer fly. And the, my elves. favorite, the my favorite is the the elves get dumber. Yeah, <laughs> they can't make toys anymore. So they technology. can't make toys. They can't make technology. Yeah. They can't, they can't make, make iPads. There's this elf with the back. He's got an iPad. He goes, how do you put an app on this thing? <laughs> can't understand it <laughs> well, and, then the, and then the yeah. bottom left there's these two that are just like fighting and in my brain they it's just this dumb bar fight where they're just like <laughs> what did you say about my mother and then they start fighting for no reason <laughs> what do you say about my kitty cat <laughs> uh, i love it but Dude, i mean I, I love all yeah. the santa clauses in the secret I agree. Soci- in the secret society santa Claus. i like the japanese santa claus because mm-hmm. he's wearing a business, business suit, suit. Yes. yeah and the japanese santa mustache. claus would yeah. yeah, he's got just a little tiny mustache. I think the most important thing for me about this book, though, the the, part, the thing that really stuck out is that it made me want to continue to read. Oh yeah, it made I me agree. want to find out what happened, which I didn't think it would. Honestly, I thought I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a silly crap. Chewy, book let's and that's be honest, it. we all kind of had low expectations. For yeah, this I'm book. sorry. I did, dude. but you know what? I love that when I read a book that I have low expectations for, and it turns out to be something I really am interested. in. I want to know what happens. I want to see this through. I want to see how deep into the Christmas lore they get, which I'm actually pretty impressed by. So, by far. the way, yeah. how awesome was his wolf Stuttgart? Yes. Oh yeah, Stuttgart. And then where he's just like the Santa, like me, he's like, well, he came in handy when we had to clean up the reindeer. Yeah. These Santas seem for, I mean, lack of a better term, they seem sort of amoral. They are. I, I kind of so. really like the concept of there being a different Santa for every area. Because somebody makes a joke earlier, like, yeah, it's not like we can all travel around the world in one night. And it's like, yeah, none of us. None of us do that. Yeah. It's the reason there's so many of us. Like, I really like that concept, like as silly as it seems of like, because, because I, you know, I've seen a lot of Christmas movies. I've seen a lot of movies with Santa, but I feel like this is the first time I've seen one where there's a different Santa for every locale that has right. a slightly different version of Santa and like yes. a different, like if there's a different name for Santa, like in, in yep. England, they call him Father Christmas, different guy than different Chris Kringle. In the United yeah. in I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that that, I think that that works really well. Like I'm like, I am disappointed yeah. that there is not a Christmas movie that has that already. Yeah. You would think that this would be something we've seen a million times by now, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. Dude, my f- Probably my favorite joke, though, is a reoccurring joke throughout this one book. This one book has a reoccurring joke, and that's, you don't know what this creature's like. There's a reason he's been in prison for 60 years. I know. I was the first Santa. I worked with the... I know you were the first First Santa. Santa. How could I not? (laughs) And your objections are noted, as are those... as, as, As are those by well... 
every Santa from Eastern Europe. Because that's where the Krampus <laughs> is, is most Exactly. It's from, most from famous, there. Yeah. Just like, it was like, I so was the first one. I was there. Eastern Europe's like, this is a bad idea. Everybody's like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, Krampus. I've heard of that. I don't care. I'm from fun. England. Um, it's, it's like magic. a cat thing, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. a cat thing. I really, you know, we talked about a little bit about I was it, disappointed but. at the lack of a black Santa. Yeah. Do we need like a, uh, uh, what's his face from uh, Pulp Fiction? Uh, Samuel Santa Jackson Claus. Santa? Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Oh, I really Christmas like, and Hollis Santa. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I I do. I mean I really like the art. I like the distinctive design. Santa. That's true. They did true. And, Rocky Santa. and a Saudi, yeah. And surf yeah. Santa. Uh, can we talk about his the last? Name's like, got it. He's got a crazy like island name, Santa. but like, no, he's he's Surf Santa. Can we talk about the Kana last Kaloka. page with that awesome friggin' Nutcracker that's gonna cut the Krampus's oh, head yeah. off? Like, the, the, once again, what makes me want to keep reading? Leave your book on a cliffhanger so we can read the next one. Be like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. What do you guys think of like the art? I, I like the character design. I know you guys talked about the Krampus, but I agree. I like the character design in the book. Um, I like that each Santa Claus is. Is distinct. Um, is distinct in their own right. Yeah, and some of them are similar. Like I love even Romanian if, Santa's big mustache. Yeah, yeah. but even if you have, awesome. even if you have like, um, like they all have the kind of red hat. Like, or some of them have similar red hats. They're just subtle little things. Like the mm-hmm. first Santa Claus has like the has like the the twigs and stuff in it. So it looks, looks like he looks like yeah. Radagast. Mm-hmm. It's got exactly. this <laughs> nice. It's got this really interesting sketchy style. Like everything, like there's yeah, no, there's it's, no it's, big bold uh, lines. They're all very sketchy. Mm-hmm. It's um, like rather than going for a big it's really bold loose. line, they went for a lot, a, a lot, lot of, of little lines, yes. lines to, yeah. to create a bold line, which I thought was pretty rad. I, I like it. Yeah, um, it it works for this for sure. Yeah, like yeah. how deep and bright the colors are, and it's very like it's very much a lot of like greens and reds and, and blues, a lot of blue. Yeah, it's which so is Christmas-y. very like Christmas colors, right? Yeah. Christmas time, Christmas time, Krampus saves us all. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really hoping that there, like a like a Santa bot shows up. Well, yeah, it's it's you like know, a it's a four, it's it's like a Futurama. Part, yeah, it's a four part <laughs> series. Uh-huh. So it's and you know what, tis the season to read about Krampus, dude. I'm oh, reading. Yeah. The, I'm reading this. Come oh, December first. Yeah. I'm gonna let Thanksgiving come and go first. But <laughs> yeah, starting, on, starting December, I'm finishing this. Yes. So if you want to get in in the seasons spirits for Krampus. Read Krampus, number one. <laughs> it's about the Krampus. Then you can go to Krampus Knocked and you can read more Krampus. And there you go. You're Where can you get this? Krampus Looks like this came out December 2013. Yeah, it did come out December mm-hmm. 2013. You'll find it uh, at your brick and mortar shops. That's okay. where I found it. Uh, find it online. It's an image book. Uh, so it should be pretty easy to find on the web comic On the internet. Sites, on the yeah. internet sites. <laughs> Cool. Like such as comicsology. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, moving or image comics, they yes, have their own digital. They do also too. do. Um, what I so- want to know is in the Hall of Enemies for the North Pole, there's this guy. His name's uh, Mos Gorilla. Uh, it that is communist anti Santa. I think really. I think it's <gasps> oh. Read. There's, there's a Wikipedia article. Educate. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I think four it's, color character compendium. <laughs> Tonight, I think it's, most uh, wait, wait, you guys. I think okay. it's, I think it's pronounced Magilla Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I think nice. it's Gorilla Grod. There you uh-huh. go. All right. Uh, no, most, I heard it's pronounced Grape Ape. No. That's just me. <laughs> well other, played, sir. What other, what other, <laughs> well played. I heard it's called Six Gun Gorilla. Yeah. All right. Winner. Uh, most Gorilla is the name of a character from Romanian folklore and communist propaganda. Uh-huh. What? So, so in in Romania in the uh, in the forties and fifties during um, sort of when they were a communist country, they banned Christmas, and so this is the character they came up with to replace Santa. 
basically. Wow. Yeah. wow. Christmas is dumb. 19, 1944 <laughs> to 1948. Have no soul. <laughs> um, yeah, I also like the conspiracy theory. I That's was the not programmed yes. to love. I, say, <laughs> I really like, there's a part in the conspiracy theory where it shows all the things where it has like, like a um, wheel of fortune thing where it's like a bunch yeah. of dashes and a yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is that? That's what gotta be like, that? I wanted to figure it out. I'm like, I'm trying to think of Probably all my, says, like, happy all of all my there's Christmas like a folklore book uh, like on the, yeah. on the nightstand too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, read, read Krampus. But, read yeah. Krampus. Yeah, I agree. Read, Krampus. read it. I agree. Read or it. else the Krampus will get you. So or um, children. Yeah. let me ask you guys yes. a question. Cause Ian pointed out earlier off mic. He's just like, I really wish you would have saved this book for Christmas. But oh, Krampus knocked us before Christmas, exactly. isn't it? Exactly, that was my It argument. is, but there's there's a lot of Santa in this book. That's there's true. It is a so very that means Santa that for the Christmas book. episode, you've got to bring an even that. more Christmas-related book. Too many Santas. Yes. Jingle Too. all the way <laughs> the, the comic, comic book. Adaptation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Turbo Man. Um, just bring yeah, the Turbo, bring, bring Turbo Man comic. Does that exist? I'm there sure may have been one. Look it up. Are you serious? Maybe, I don't know. The internet will not He's smiling. Look online. I saw, I saw, hey, I saw Jake Lloyd holding one in the movie. Uh, Get that prop. Jake Jeez. Lloyd, he was Darth Vader. No, he wasn't. Moving forward. Um, so uh, the next book is actually my book for the week. Um, I brought a Marvel book. Uh, it is written by Warren Ellis, art by Declan Shelby. Uh, it is Moon Knight, number one, uh, from the Mar- all-new Marvel Now. Um, it's a very interesting book. <laughs> um, it's kind of trippy and weird. Not that it's not as, it's not as not Grant Morrison trippy, but it's just kind of strangely it's, are you, it's strange. Are you sure that you and Chewie didn't switch brains this week? I know. I realized after I read it because, I, like I said, I, this this one was a shot in the dark for me. I had not read it, so I this was a pretty metal. It was pretty, it's pretty metal. metal. Pretty metal. So, uh, <laughs> what, did you, what did you guys think of Needless Moon Knight? Needless to say, Krampus is metal. And that's why I brought it. So I know <laughs> I know Moon Knight from a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't know what to expect from this book. Um, that being said, it being Chewy-esque in, in, in its uh, structure, I in really liked violence. it. Yeah, I actually this liked was it. On my list of things to bring eventually. Yeah, um, I've been really meaning to read this because oh, I remember seeing Warren Ellis talk about it on the internet when he first started writing it. Right, and he's written Moon Knight a couple of times before, and he's basically like Moon Knight is Batman, except he's actually nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he's not actually nuts. He's just taken over by Khan Shu. Uh, the Egyptian. Uh, That's me. No, he's Egyptian moon god, sort of, no, that you, watches over like a, night travelers. Tomato, tomato. It's Alan. you, but it's like if you're a con. That sounds man, like a crazy con person con to me. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited. I, what I like about this is <clears throat> you have this crazy guy, you know, Moon Knight, and he's out there. and Who they claim has uh, dissociative identity, identity disorder. Because he's yeah. Mark Spector and he's like four other things. Well, yeah. he he just he goes into like different modes, like he different aspects they call them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his yeah. brain it's he's always the same person, but his brain switches gears basically through four yeah. different personalities. Yeah. Even though I think as far as I understand it. So he's yeah, still the yeah, same. Kind of he's still Mark Spector, but he's Mark Spector with this brain and then this brain and then this brain. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah. I really liked about this is that he um you you get enough of his origin to be like, "Okay, I get kind of how he works you know enough mm-hmm. to see like why he's doing this versus this at different times but there's still a little bit of mystery there to where you you don't have the complete like mm-hmm. set of what makes him do the things that he does yeah so that as the book goes on you know in the series you can learn those things if you need to mm-hmm. but what i really liked in this story was um how he works with the police 
Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of the thing in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Where, you know, the one cop is like, oh, there's the bat. We haven't seen him in forever. And he's like, oh, should we call it in? He's like, yeah, you, you just got to watch this guy at work, kid. You know, and he's <laughs> yeah. doing that. And he's like, well, he's a vigilante. Shouldn't we get him? And, the you know, the, the new cop's all like, we got to stop him. You know, he's a vigilante. Um, and that kind of happens here. But they found a logical, like, red tape abiding way to do it. Rather than being like, well, we're just going to turn a blind eye. They're like, well, no. If we refer to this person that's giving us information and helping us solve these crimes by the name of a certain dangerous vigilante, then we'd be forced to do this and this and this. However, if you address him by his name, Mr. Knight, then he's a cooperative citizen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like, oh, he's like, so oh that's cool. not Moon Knight, the dangerous vigilante. This is just helpful, Mister Mark Specter, exactly. who, who has shown Mr. up Knight. in his all white, <laughs> yeah, all white or Mister Knight, yeah, dude. It yeah. was, but I thought that was concerned really citizen. Clever. Yeah, I don't know. Really I, I, I really like that. Really, it was clever and funny. You know yeah. what I really like is the white suit. Like I, yeah. I like the white I the costume. It's interesting to see. I love the way they draw the white, where it's just like yeah. we're just not gonna cut. We just do outlines, and that's, that's it. It, no shadows, nothing. When you're looking at it, because the backgrounds are all color, like yeah. basically the rest of the book is color. You're looking as if it's white, the color. Mm-hmm. But then you take a step back and you go, wait a second. You start looking at it. You start to start realizing it's the absence of color. Yes, yeah, the like they colored the around him, and he like he he kind of bleeds into the the borders and the gutters. Like, and, a I, lot. and I don't know why, but that that concept just makes me giggle. It, it's it's so funny and awesome. It's kind of yeah. like he's not there at all, but at the same time, he's always been there. I just love their justification for it. It's like, why does he wear white? Because he wants awesome. them to. It's like the opposite of Batman. Like yeah. Batman yeah. wants to hide in the shadows. This guy's he wants like, to no, scare you. I'm loud. I want you to know that I'm here and watching you. <laughs> yeah, because like, that's almost more disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, and like the reverse silhouettes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just see it like a white silhouette on a black background. Like that's so. It's cool. the, it's very very well drawn. It really is. It's really well done. Yeah, visually, you can't. Oh man, it's, the, it's fantastic. The panels for me. in this, like, not the panel layout. The panel layout, as far as I can tell, is it, it's basic comic fare. But the um, the way that each panel is framed, the framing of these panels, mm-hmm. like what's in the panels themselves, it's very cinematic. It, 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 the right angles at the right times and the right focus on the right characters. It, it I just. This book flows really well, and mm-hmm. it feels it sucks you in, yeah, because it creates a believable environment through mm-hmm. those pictures, yeah. Um, and I think that's just it, it, it's textbook and, and exemplary way of of drawing. I really like the page where he's climbing down, yeah, in the sewer, and the way they do the panels on that page, where it's a panel of him going down a ladder, and then behind him there's it overlaps the, you know it overlaps the there's the subway right. and there's the you know people living underground and and i just thought that was really well done oh you know there's a lot of also i just noticed white gutters yeah yeah the gutters yeah. are all white and they're thick too they're thick yeah. white gutters mm-hmm. and it, i think it, it's it's almost like it's done specifically just to make him bleed into them into those well it, it feels like you're inside of his perspective yeah mm-hmm. you, see like you just po- see white all around yeah. you you see that point that uh ryan was making when he you kind of narrow in on his eyes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You just, he's ble- he's uh blended into all the gutters I thought yeah it's just like really white well. with his eyes there yeah it's like normally they once have again to, absence mm-hmm. of panel yeah but yeah there's a panel there exactly it's so cool yeah it's, it's using the white space really really effectively uh what do you guys think of the end 
Ah, that tri- that tripped me out, dude. <laughs> I want more oh. of that. Well, first of all, even before the end, like you the look, the son. look on that like doctor's face when she's revealing yeah. all this to him, it's so, so sinister. Creepy. Yeah, she's creepy. And you wonder, it's like, is that his perception of what's happening, or is that she's like quietly smiling? And right? you notice how the colors change like right away when that happens, yeah, and no how it more stays solid like that white at all. Well, and it stays that it stays that kind of like really like darker toned like, background like the drab, for the rest of the issue yeah, really yeah. drab and like it's, it's weird watching him go back to his house because it's like what if Bruce Wayne went back to the mansion there's no Alfred and he hasn't been there mm. for a while and like it's so it's so weird um yeah that last that last page though oh my god what what is that <laughs> it's fantastic as well <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was representation of Khan Shoot, that's what it? I assume yeah too. I think I kind of get the feeling that that's what it's supposed to dude, be dude and like you just see oh man it's so cool I love it I love so just that character design alone just like the dude mm-hmm. in the white suit it's basically him covered in cobwebs with a giant bird skull yeah so well covered cool. in cobwebs and sort of like to the point that he's he and the chair are like one item right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so dude, cool. we're not addressing the most metal parts of this book, though. <laughs> okay, the there's a dude. That's that, yes, the, should we tell, us, tell us what are the, the most metal guy. parts? Yes. So there's a shield guy. Because you can't have a Marvel book without mentioning shield. Living <laughs> underground, <laughs> and what he has done is not he nowadays. has yeah, yeah. actually taken ask Hickman. Like he's taken like weapons and molded mm-hmm. like and made them part of his yeah, body. Combined yeah. them to himself. Like his left arm is a machete. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> his oh god, he just has like all this stuff on him. I like and his then, leg too. Yeah, what he's doing, and I and I kind of like when like he's trying to solve the thing where he's like he's targeting all these types of people, but it, it's not like a stalking assassination type of kill. It's like mm. an ambush kill. It's this and that, and then basically like the dude's reasoning is what's like scary because, like. I doubt we're ever going to encounter a guy with like a machete for an arm and like, you know, missing a leg and like he's got all these tubes coming in out of him. But I feel like you totally find some guy who's killing people for the same reason that this guy is killing people, which is messed up to me. The whole like <laughs> they have these like there's they're sculpting these bodies and they're totally strong, but they're not using them like they, they do. They it, it makes a creepy for- amount of sense. Exactly. That's what it is. Alan, uh, don't become a serial killer, please. Alan, you're looking. You're looking <laughs> Although a little, I wouldn't have anything to worry about in that situation. You're looking a little. If that bulkier, was the reason you were killing Alan, I don't you? know what you mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, Let's just, just say that I that don't look like the perfect specimen. He's cutting right. people Too much up hair. who who are like really built. Mm-hmm. To and steal then, their muscles. Yep. And yeah. To sew them into himself. Yep. To make himself the perfect weapon. Yep. That's so messed up. <laughs> That's so metal. I love it. <laughs> I love that pretty much every picture of this guy is just red silhouette. Yeah. Agreed. I, I like the coloring in this book He's a big lot. Metal we talked about it, you guys talked yeah. about it with, with Moon Knight himself, but yeah, especially even with him. It's a, such a stark contrast, which it I is. really like. Um, so let me ask you this. I hear the rest of this series gets even weirder. <laughs> I, okay. I heard, and this is just what I heard. Is it the second or third issue? This, this episode or this episode, this issue was received really well. I heard the second issue got received not well at all. No, that's so what I heard. I follow, uh, I'm, I'm on, I'm a big Warren Ellis fan. He's the writer of this. Uh, he has a, um, he has an email list, uh, because that's the thing. He has an email <laughs> list that he sends out weekly. Mm-hmm. And um, he was explaining sort of some of his because um, it's just this this series his six issues with uh, Declan Shelby just came out in a trade, mm-hmm. uh, and so he was saying that he wrote it so that they're all sort of standalone issues that basically mm-hmm. tell a different version of Moon Knight. Interesting. Okay. Uh, right. And so 
that that I think that sort of explains why some people liked other some so version of that. The others. next issue of this run is different than this. Yeah, they like stand alone, and they they the only thing that's in continuity is just sort of the fact that Moon Knight exists. They and, happen in the same and maybe place. like character of Moon Knight, but that they're all sort of like the continuity is Moon Knight himself, but not any of the stories or anything. Gotcha. Like that. See, yeah. I, I haven't read the second issue at all, but I've, I've, unfortunately I've heard from a lot of people like, Hey, it's not good. Um, and usually I, when people say something's not good, I end up finding a weird reason to like it. And, and, and here's the thing. So suck I, it society. You, you would, th- <laughs> that's right. You would think that I'm like, oh, I should not read that. But no, I'm like, I want to read it because I, I, is it really that? Is it that bad? Is it that bad? It's like, it's, it's it like watching a, ba- a movie you know is bad. You're like, is it that bad? Well, but yeah. it's like watching <laughs> it's like, a movie that you know is bad, directed and written by the same people and acted mm-hmm. with the same people who just made a really good movie with all the same characters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's like watching Dark Knight and then watching Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Was not that bad? It yes, it was. Bad. It was awful. It wasn't that bad. It's Hey, I think I think we all learned something from those two movies, and that's Batman sucks overall. We should stop making movies about him. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm sorry. How's that? How'd that Green Lantern movie work out for you? Oh, uh, I walked sick into that burn. one. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. Sometimes uh, I think that, that Alan, Alan likes loves it. Alan likes Alan it. He's a masochist. He, he's just he's just like, well, I'm, I want I want them to take a dig at me here. <laughs> Please tell me I'm bad. <laughs> so in any case. You. I want. I really want to read the second issue. It's a nightmare. Uh, just I because this, yeah. I, I want to see. And but you know what though, if if Warren Ellis is coming out saying that that was kind of like the reasoning, like different issues have a different vibe to them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wouldn't it make sense for a person with dissociative uh, identity disorder? Yeah, uh, yeah I like think that, so. that would that make would total be, sense. That being said, if they were going to do that, I would prefer they did it in a four shot. And then each well, one has a different tone to it. Well, because remember they said the four aspects of Khonshu. Yeah. And then Mark Spector. Okay. And then Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Six. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Six issues. Well, you know, you I have don't one actually know like if that's how up. it goes. I'm just trying to justify it. You could have, I mean, that makes sense. You could have yeah. one that's set up. One is, or, or four of them Usually are the four Marvel aspects. And then issues. one of them is the um, wrap up or something like that. I don't know. I, I'm really curious to read more about this. Though. I want to see where the mystery this was, I think, successful enough to make Moon Knight an ongoing. Yeah, but uh, but it's not being written by uh, yeah. Warren Ellis. Anymore. Well, no, Marvel needs a Batman. I mean, it's I true. guess I, I don't know. Am I missing something? Just that nope. sentence You're sounded right. awesome. This Marvel is, this needs is, Batman. No, there's, there's a the closest, there's a reason that Batman's Batman. Batman. What? This is the closest Marvel's got to Batman. What? Oh, this Mar- Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. But you know, I think they're reaching for it. But I believe that Marvel needs something along those lines. Yeah. Well, if you want to check out Moon Knight uh, number one and the rest of uh, Warren Ellis's run, you can. As Ryan was saying, it was just recently released in a trade. So if you want to get pick them all up at once, you can. Uh, it is available issue by issue digitally. You can probably still find it brick and mortar if you look. Um, and it's also available in that trade digitally on Comixology. So uh, you can check those out there. Uh, I'd give it a shot. I'm going to continue to read it and find out what happens for sure. Um, and kind of check out this kind of artsy take on it that Warren Ellis is doing. So moving on, though, Ryan, I believe it's your turn. Ryan, what is yes. the book that you brought this time? Uh, I bought a book called umbrella academy apocalypse suite uh it's a book that i sort of ended up with uh it feels like a long time ago this was this was one of the first comics that really got me back into comic books um and it's interesting because 
it's a lot of people's gateway book because they're big fans of My Chemical Romance. And my introduction to this was... And those oh, fans I, drink a lot of Kool-Aid, if you know what I mean. <laughs> they do. And, and I was like, oh, I, like I can't stand this band. I will never touch this comic book. And then I had somebody who I trusted who also couldn't stand My Chemical Romance who said, oh, this is really good. You should read it. And I was like, no, come on. That band is so dumb. And he's like, no, no, no. It's really good. And so I'm done hating on My Chemical Romance now. But uh, Umbrella Academy Apocalypse Suite, it's written by Gerard Way. And then the art is by one of the brothers who also did Casanova. Sidebar. Uh, do you not like My Chemical Romance because of the sound of their music? Yeah. I think we should not have this discussion. No, I, no, I think I this is have a very dangerous road to go just down. Just to breathe. Right I mean, because I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to. No, I just. I, the reason I like the band is, is the same reason I like this comic because the story. Because they have really good storytelling ability I don't really like in their that. music or their lyrics. Do That's you also, fair. Do you also like Coheed and Cambria for the same reason? Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> I do. I, I'm. <laughs> Okay. That I mean, I just I, I like I the saw Coheed and Cambria once, and I did too. And I did too. And the the lead singer, like the way he looks, and then you hear him sing, and it's yeah, like it's very surprising. That does no. No, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a sucker for con- I'm a sucker for concert. When I saw him, he was wearing a Batman yeah, so. hat. That's cool. I yeah. saw him uh, actually with Coheed. Uh, they they have a comic up, too. Actually, they, they do up, actually. Yeah, right. They opened up for Iron Maiden, and yeah. they did a cover of um, Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio, uh, "Heaven and Hell." Yeah, and that was awesome. So I saw them open that, for the Juliana. So can we talk? Theory. Can we talk about the beginning? Yeah, Juliana theory, dude. Oh man, you're taking me back. <laughs> so me back, so dude. hey, can we talk about this book? Pits. Yeah, let's uh, talk about the book. This book opens up with a lot of weird junk. Yeah, it like. Does. Uh, okay. Um, like, I like to rephrase that as a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> Ryan, I don't know about you, Alan, but I vote this for book of the book of the week. It opens like, up book of the week. Book of the week. Because kind of scary. Yeah. It opens up with wrestling. It does. Wrestling. Space wrestling. Space wrestling. Rigel X Nine. Yeah, I, I I really just dug the idea of this. I like I like the way that the, all the exposition is written. Uh, I I really like the. I think that's the thing that really comes off to me the most about this book is the writing style. I love the way that that's written. It, it's just it's so cinematic, and I love the way that they use imagery like that. That one, I think it's page number. Um, I want to say it's page number seven. Um, when they we go when they ask him on one page, so uh, he adopted these chicks or uh, seven children, and when asked. Uh, uh, when asked why he did it to, to this Hardgraves responded to save the world of course and to so which the, the world asked TV. from what from a newspaper uh, from what is written on a big newspaper headline yeah I thought that was a really interesting and, and well placed yeah, panel clever. that was really yeah, clever it's, it's, it's very cleverly laid out that way um I I, I really like the weird stuff yeah like, <laughs> Uh, in, in books, any any book that just takes a bunch of weird things and sticks them together, in my opinion, is more original than a lot of other books. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is a lot of weird all together all at once. That being said, the pacing, at least of this first issue, is off to me. Uh-huh. Um, I thought the pacing was kind of helter-skelter. Yeah, because um, well, it tries to give you the origin and then show them as action and children and then does a where are, you, or where are they now. Yeah, and I feel like it did. It, it's one of those books that I think tried to do a little too much in the first mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe that's just because he only had so much time to, or so much space to do so much story. But um, it was hard to to get into exactly what this book was about uh, at first. So uh, I mean, uh, upon looking at it and and skimming through it a second time, it, it, it it's much more enjoyable. Uh, 
But it's one of those things that you might have to read twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you the rest of the story continues with the 20 years later part for the most part. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Okay. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. That this is, there's a bunch of prelude basically. Yeah. Well, and I like setting the stage. I I like the historic humor in this book too. I like the humor and the historic humor too. They have have, uh, a zombie uh, Gustav Eiffel. (laughs) <laughs> inside there but also i love that little bit like that like i love the all these children are special are special except for seven <laughs> and yeah, I, seven I love that. Totally why ordinary. can't i go out there with the others there's nothing special about you oh go oh. play your violin but yet somehow she's still special she's yeah. one of these like miraculous children that was born during this time but there's just nothing special about her yeah. so yeah. sorry her her specialness is being extra non-special yeah i guess so i'm interested to see if they do something with that like Mm. i i have a feeling that that's that's gonna play into it later and i mean i i will tell you after i finish uh, this i can give you a spoiler yeah okay yeah i i I like that i I went back and looked at the cover like after i finished this i'm like oh i'm trying to match everybody because i mean they do a pretty good job of having like a mirror image but i try to match Mm -hmm. everybody up um, I'm interested to keep reading this. I've been wanting to read yeah. this for a while, and there's there's more than just this series, right? And there isn't there two Umbrella Academy series. There's a there's a second series that sort of follows. Uh, it's like a direct sequel. Okay, so it starts right after the end of the series. Oh, okay. oh that's cool. And there are rumored third and fourth series, and I guess uh, I guess third series is written, and fourth series is like outlined in theory. Okay, and but he's. I guess. He's got a lot more time since that band's yeah. gone. Well, Gerard, <laughs> Gerard Way, I guess he's done a lot of other books. He's yes. done a lot of other comics and, and, and other kinds of stuff. So that guy, I mean, if if you don't like his music, you have to give him the fact that he's he talented. He has creativity come out oh, of his yeah. ears. No, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, like, I don't have any affiliation or, or affection for the music at all. I love this book. Mm-hmm. I it's love like, this book. It's almost like if you grew up in the '90s, like you had Dave Grohl as like the guy. Like this is the guy. Yeah, in yeah. The '90s. Yeah. I feel like, and, like Gerard from, Way from like millennials, way. it's gonna be like Gerard Way. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, for two thousand well, people, yeah, that's that depends. If you're a millennial, if you're a millennial that's a hipster, you're probably looking at uh, what's his face from, um, from Nirvana. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Thank you very much. <laughs> the lead singer of Nirvana. Yeah. yeah. Remember that time Alan Chris didn't know the Nova lead singer Select? of Nirvana? I uh, have mind parts. I'm sorry. So I really I like burritos. how the book opens because I read it and hear it the way that like every Beatles documentary opens where uh-huh. you just hear the music and it's like, this guy, he did this. You know, It's just like a quick little recap. Like we're going to bring you up to speed on like 20 years of history. Like yeah. right now. Boom, 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 boom. There you go. And here we are. Okay, so now I let's still go can't, back to the I beginning. still can't shake the Hellboy feeling out of this book, though. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Is that a bad thing, though? Well, well no, the, not the necessarily. Kind of the, the BPRD, the Bureau exactly. of Paranormal Research and Development kind it, of thing. It, it just has the, the canter, you know what I mean? It has the feel of BPRD and Hellboy. Yeah. Um, sort of, like, not, not, just, um, not just story-wise, but conversationally. And yeah. um and and obviously artistically, even though it's not yeah. even close to Mike Mignola, it, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Mignola um uh like it's not influence. close, but it is. It's, it's in it, a weird you know what way. it is? It's the use of black. It's yeah, the use of, of black. Uh, dark mm-hmm. black shadow, which you usually reserve in in you know um, highlights. You reserve for highlights. Sorry, I was just reading the book again. Continue. <laughs> I was just well, laughing at extraordinary the life. Number seven, yeah, extraordinary, extra dash ordinary, and obviously Mignola does a lot of um, accenting with with pure black, but there's a lot mm. of that in this book, and I feel like that's what lends itself to it. Um, but also the fact that everybody in this book is really ugly. <laughs> it's like super I think space ugly. Space boy is so cool looking with his giant space gorilla body. Yes, he is it's a gorilla so body cool. with a it's human just head. Ridiculous. 
It's so ridiculous. Good. The tentacle kid grosses me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, dude, yeah, I, I, I love this. I love just one panel that I, I really love is where Space Boy, um, it's right before he leaves, to like, or right before he like goes to get the uh, phone, uh-huh. and he's. Uh, it's like right after he comes back from his mission where they call him back or something like that. Right. And he has his back towards us and you just see the wall in front of him. And it just has all these newspaper clippings that basically like says like, Hey, here's all these crazy things that happened. Here's, it's here's like all the different failure that's happened. <laughs> exactly. In the last it, years. Mars mission failure. Space boy critically speed. injured. That one panel brings you up to speed mm-hmm. saying, Hey, the reason why we're here is because like all this other stuff didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, a really cool use of one panel. He's a yeah. gorilla. Okay, Ryan. So where can folks pick this up if they want to read more of it and check uh, it out? It's put out by Dark Horse. So if you want to buy it digitally, you have to buy it directly from Dark Horse. Uh, for a while, the trade was like like you couldn't walk into a comic shop without somebody hitting you with it uh, <laughs> for for this first one. It's it's the one that has the white violin on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it should still be pretty easy to find. Like I swear they had this in Hot Topic for a while. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot today. of sense. It's, uh, finding individual issues will probably be a challenge because this was very popular um, and, and as thus heavily collected. But... Uh, Getting it trades is going to be pretty easy to find. I bet you could walk into your local comic book shop or your Barnes and Noble and, and grab a handful of it. Cool. All right. Well, to, to close out, here's my issue for the evening. Uh, we have uh, Alan over here. Alan, tell us about the book that you brought. Okay. So I brought you guys another web comic. Yeah. I was running out of those. Um, I don't I, think that that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Uh, 2014. Woo. Um, um, so I, uh, just don't bring Homestuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't have we don't time. have, yeah, we don't, nobody has that much time. Oh. Trust me. Good God. I tried reading that. Just couldn't do it. Um, so, uh, where was I? Right. Vibe. Um, I really, really like this and I got, I got so excited when I got to bring it. Um, it is written by, uh, Dan Kirozak, I think is how you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, a serial web comic, so it's not a, it's not a gag per day. Um, it's a cohesive story, kind of like the ones that I've been bringing. Um, but it starts more recently than the other ones that I've been bringing. It started in 2011. Um, so it's about a kid who, uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, is kind of, kind of like a superhero, um, or at least does things kind of what superheroes do. Um, now, when last time I asked you guys if you wanted the cliffhanger or if you wanted the full version, uh-huh. um, so I gave you guys the cliffhanger. Yeah. obviously which yeah. is fewer lot fewer pages and i don't feel like fully fleshes out what this is but mm-hmm. i felt like it leaves it off on a really cool otherwise you guys would have had to read an extra 30 pages um yeah. not, not that it was a, a slow read although I, I thought it was a pretty quick read so what did you guys think i really like the art yeah, yeah. the art is, <laughs> is really really cool like it's really stylized and they they really go out there with the colors and they have a lot of fun with it it's, it's a weird mishmash of styles. Too, yeah, it is. It's it's a bit manga. It's a bit western. It's a bit country. It's like, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, it's <laughs> got it's got like some graffiti influence to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like like really, a little street art. Yeah, but sure. it also has kind of like a Pokemon sort yeah. of Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, I I like I like that kind of like that. I like the Pokemon influence. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, the colors are 
fantastic too man they're so bright so right. i'm a little confused though what this kid's superpowers are maybe you can clarify that for us yeah um, it's, it's so like i said i gave you the weird. cliffhanger um okay so uh as you can tell his uh aunt is in on the whole thing mm-hmm. as, you know he's yeah. like i'm tracking these guys down um so uh short story is he's got these things called loa loa um and they're basically they're little totems uh and these totems each have you know different powers he's got three of them oh, cool. and he the the thing you see, you see the oh, thing. Oh, vibe! I get it. Okay. So the thing you see <laughs> like with him and the wings, vibe, yeah. the him with the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. The turtle guy at the end is two, and then he's got another one, which is like this panther thing. Oh, that's um, awesome. Uh, yeah, and and so they they're they're entities. They're spiritual entities. That's so cool. they clearly they talk to him. He talks to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, yeah. So that that's his powers per se. Is they're not they're not powers really. They're more like he's channeling spirit mediums. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's pretty metal in and of itself. It's He's true. just like channeling the spirit world. <laughs> like it that. reminds yeah. me of like uh, like Death Note. I think a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it. Like in the in it the definitely way has that, manga influence. Well, yeah, oh, but, but I mean, besides that, but in the in the way that like you know a lot of Western comics, you're gonna talk about like spirits and stuff like that. It's either like scary ghosts right. or it's the devil, you know. Yeah. And, and this is this is sort of neither one of those. Chewie, yeah. do you and find anything wrong with either of those versions of spirits? No. Just speaking just of spirits, can I get some more whiskey? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I really like, you know, what I really like in this book is the use of automatopoeia. I, I think that they do a really good job of that. Like, like any chance they get to do it, they do, which honestly can sometimes come off a little overpowering, but with this sort of book, it actually works really, really, really well. Um, there's like every, I can't even, I, I'm looking at every page and I cannot see one page without automatopoeia. I just, I love the style of this book. Like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is like, Ryan, that's your thing. This is my thing right yeah. here. Like you mix the manga with the Western and you get like the weird kooky characters with the really like the big dude with the nose. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I, I, I would hate that on anything except this. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, I feel like if, if you remember uh, Ratso too. <laughs> <laughs> the book, the book that I brought last time, uh, the RM book. Like I, th- I feel like there's a lot of similarities in the styles of art and the the way sort of the limbs taper and how stylized right. everybody is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I love and, the stylization, and, and, and I I really like that. I really like the first thing that drew me in was just the way this book looks. Man, it looks really cool. Um, <laughs> I love this one panel, and it's when I th- it's his sister, right? Yeah, uh, in the beginning, at the beginning, she. Yeah. she um, is it they're they're at a funeral it's not her funeral no is it okay they're at someone's funeral Mm -hmm. and um you know he's standing there or they're standing there and you see everyone like from the back and everyone has their umbrellas you know because it's raining and stuff right and it's the center panel where everyone's like saying stuff and they're just like you know i'm sorry or whatever sorry for your loss they're saying all that stuff but all of the speech bubbles, all of those speech balloons are cut off right. by mm-hmm. the top of the panel. I, I just, I don't know why, but I was like, that's a really smart panel. Because it's just like background noise. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't actually ring through. It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't change how the characters feel or anything like that. Right. It just kind of happens and it's gone and you can't remember what's said or why. And it's just there. And I thought that was a really smart panel. And that I was just like, Man, that's awesome! I wish I would have thought of that. I think there's a lot of like really smart panels throughout at mm, least the, mm. these things. Is it their parents' funeral? It is. Yes. So it looks like uh, I was going to say. Okay, I was just okay. there's two caskets there, and I yeah. assume oh, that would yeah. be that. I was just a little confused because you know in the beginning they like, they mention it more the, abruptly the later auntie. on, but it, it's oh, okay. it's implied, yeah. Yeah, because they're like auntie wants you, so I thought it was like oh they just live with their aunt. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think about the monster? 
Uh, I, I like oh, it. Oh, it looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's like, it's a really interesting take on, uh, okay, so first of all. Now, Alan, can you capture these spirits like Pokemon? And uh, you, I don't know. They actually, <laughs> and I've, I've awesome. read, I've read all 160 pages of this comic so far, and they don't actually mention where the Loa come from. Okay. Uh, okay. At, le- or at least oh, not that's yet. Okay. So, uh, uh, that's, that has yet to be, there's a lot of other stuff that goes on, obviously, but, oh. uh, um, I like how he stabs the dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like Oops, I'm gonna unlock sorry. your bad mojo. Nope, you're the wrong guy. And he's just like oh, bleeding. God. Sorry. Oops, sorry, you'll be wow. fine. Like one of you guys. <laughs> Good uh, as name. Actually, it's me you're looking for. Oh god, that's so funny. Yeah, and uh, the panel where that that big dude is like having the mojo sucked out of him with like the red kind of goop and oh uh, yeah, that looks really cool. I yeah. just like the, he does this really okay. Out of all the web comics I brought so far, I have to think that this has the best art in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Far and away. So. And, and and I love that. I just love that the art. I mean, generally you have to read a little bit longer until the art really kicks in. But. So let me ask you the same question that I mm-hmm. ask about all web comics. How often do these guys update? This? Uh, every Tuesday. Oh wow, they do this every week. One dude, wow. once a week. He? How many? Yes. Oh my how goodness. Many he, how many pages has he put out? So far, one hundred and sixty-ish. Well, but I mean, like uh, every Tuesday. He must have had a lot of these. He must have had a lot of these ready to go before he even started putting them up. I'd imagine. Generally, with web comics, you have a five to six buffer. But yeah, yeah. he probably works with a buffer. Yeah. But I mean, doing yeah, doing one of these pages every week. I mean, look at the color and and the like detail that goes into some of these pages. They make a thirty-page comic book in a month. It's true. That's true. They do. That's but also a whole team of people. True, yeah. but one guy with one page a week, yeah, yeah. I kind of balance. Mm-hmm. I've I've tried it multiple times and I can't do it in black and white. So oh, yeah. I'm not I saying mean, I can <laughs> even come close to doing it, but I'm just saying maybe uh, it's a trust fund. Theoretically, do you, do you guys like the the last page where he's got like the turtle armor cool. on? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know. Like, uh, I know it's super childish. It's sort of like yeah, he transformed or he like no. combined or whatever. But it, it works in don't this we context. All wish that we can transform. Alan, don't yeah. apologize for your book. I I'm not apologizing ever. for it at I all. I bought a book about a I man really in a white suit. I really hope that it has some sort of crazy sore that he pulls out of his. And chest. I brought a book about people in white suits earlier. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Yeah, he brought a book about Santa Claus. Also, I love how the the turtle <laughs> Loa. I meant the white suits. Last I know. Time. I, got it. I love how the turtle Loa has uh, a cigar. Yeah, and later on, yeah. he's the cigar and booze dude. Is, is, <laughs> yeah, is I kind of get is. that feeling. I also love how, um, you know, they're just like, he's like a oh, dirt oh, do do a little thing. Say a little thing to him. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think it'll work quite. No, but no tra- I, saw, I saw it on a movie. You know what? It was what? very uh, successful. You know, I heard that. Um, <laughs> I heard that. Um, if you say something. Uh, yeah, cool. so I, I can't I can't say uh, like any I, I just have nothing but good things to say about this comic mm-hmm. and uh, it's fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Should, I want to read more of this. You should think- really, really out of all the stuff I've brought, please read this one more. Like it's, it gets really good and the characterization in a lot of the characters. It keeps the awesome style. It it like introduces more people and it's got this cool developing plot. Um, so yeah, I I yeah. I think it's like a really good um, type of like intro for anyone getting into like web comics mm. because of the fact that like you said right off the bat you know the art's so good um you have a well fleshed out story it's you, like you said a lot of times and it's not that it's a bad thing but if you're it's, it's going to be your first intro to it and you have someone that's finding their feet in terms of story or art it might turn you off a little bit onto it yeah where if you've already you know cemented into like I like web comics I like comics in general then you can go into those and, you know, give them a little bit of a pass and say, okay, mm-hmm. I know this is going to change eventually. So, like, this compared to, like, Paranatural or Gunner Creek, which both have ongoing uh, ongoing cohesive plots, mm-hmm. this one jumps, right? It, it's like the, 
the bullet out of the gun. It's yeah, like yeah. you're right in it. Whereas Gunner Craig and Paranatural take a while to like a lot of exposition up. that this one doesn't doesn't spend time on. Right, mm-hmm. and this is sort of like the manga style where it drops you in the middle and then mm-hmm. you pick up where you go from there. Um, so let me ask you guys a question, just because it's this is the sixth or seventh web comic I've brought so mm-hmm. far. When Please I don't fr- stop bringing webcomics. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. I don't plan to. But I was wondering, like, what was your idea or impression of what webcomics were before this? And now, how have they changed? Because we've talked about how your opinions of manga have changed. Yeah. Have you, have you guys had any change of heart or, or open your eyes You're or anything about... you asking us this since this is the one-year annual. Yeah, okay. why not? Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought that, you know, webcomics were more, like you said, gag-a-day non-cohesive um sort of thing or even not even a full page but just like you know three or four panels that sort of thing um you know like you'd see cyanide and happiness like you know, yeah. that sort of yeah. stuff which which there's nothing wrong yeah. with that no, but i thought like oh when people talk about web comics that's what they're referring to you know um just like i mean people's perception might be when someone mentions comics what you're talking about is superman what you're yeah. talking about Spider-Man. Those are comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, I, I, in addition to like that sort of idea of like the, oh, it's the gag a day or the like the three or four panel thing, I always thought like webcomics were like, oh, these ideas are just like too weird for, for normal people to like them. Like they're too weird and they're not good enough. Like, and that's yeah. weird because yeah. I'm reading a lot of these and I'm like, these would do well. Like, yeah. um, I know it's maybe not the same thing, but we talked about JL8. Like why DC hasn't been like, uh, we're interested in talking to you. <laughs> and Especially he, when and they're doing once again, like he, Logan. Gotham and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, and once again, he may not be interested in that, but like even and stuff like this with a cohesive story, I'm like, some of these would work really well, especially at like an Oni Press or a place like that. Like, yeah. um, or even a first second. I know it sounds silly and to say, we, but we, we, I have, you've given me um, a, a more broad view of them and to see that these people actually are talented and it's just a different medium they're choosing to do it in. So it's just mm-hmm. another medium. That's how I see it now. I, I mean, I was always a big fan of web comics, but like, I think of the web comics you brought, I knew of one of them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like I've I've discovered a ton of new, really cool stuff that I really enjoy. Um, I think it's really cool to see uh people like Dark Horse or uh Ani Press and stuff have been releasing like collected print versions yeah. of more web comics more yeah. and more lately because I feel like like it's not just us who are discovering web comics thanks to Alan, but I, I feel <laughs> like I feel like it's becoming a more important medium and a medium that is that is becoming something that eventually does go to press for those people who feel like you're not a real published you're not published until you have it in print yeah so and that's really cool think about this these are all like every time you see a webcomic it's always creator owned yeah think about all the hassle and all the rights things that go along with like print mm-hmm, comics mm-hmm. and the publisher you have to go through and the deadlines and that kind of thing whereas these are all completely creator driven um, and they are all creator owned. Like so, buying a webcomic, you don't have to worry about how Bob Kane gets credit for Batman. Yeah, you know it's true, right? It's it's always their name with their copyright, and it's right there, and it's there. and they and, own it too, and they're the ones doing it every. It's like every yeah. week or every couple of weeks. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's their job, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like their part time job, and they have another full time job on yeah. top of that. Yeah, and so you just really like webcomics, in my opinion are um comics love like yeah. they are a manifestation Absolutely. of comics love. Yeah. you you really have to love comics to m- dedicate that much time and, and like i said for somebody who's tried and failed three times now to do a consistent web comic um 
you you have to like the hours are long and the updates are hard yeah. and so you really have to respect the people who put this much work into I'm it. I'm gonna get real here for a second, mm. Alan. Don't let that stop you. <laughs> no, like look at me. Like I'm I'm being serious right now. Mm. Don't let that stop you. Don't ever let that stop you. Like just keep going. I'll work. On Alan, it. I'm gonna be real. Never try. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I'm gonna be real. Do or do not. There, there is, is no, no try. try. No, no Alan, try. I agree with you. It's like, don't let failure, you know what? Uh, honestly, hey man, fail- if we all stop the first time or the first three times we failure failed, failure is good because then you learn. You learn from, I learned that from Grant Morrison. Failure is good. It's okay to fail sometimes. Everybody's going to fail. Yeah. Like I failed recording what, his bump. What do See, we do? I failed. What do I we still do got when something. we fall, Mr. Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> do you even lift we master way <laughs> <laughs> um so that is gonna do it for uh, here's my issue this time uh, what's and, the website oh, wait, by the way alan where yeah at? where can we where can people check us out uh, it's pretty simple it's vibe v-i-b-e uh comic.com vibe comic.com every tuesday all cool. one word um, all, all one word cool. vibe comic.com it's a url it's always one word cool like um that being said, right now, so some web comics do do a period of guest comics mm-hmm. when they're taking a vacation or a break in between chapters or something like that. Uh, right now, Vibe Comic is on a guest comic, but you should go read those because that means those people also have their own web comics and it links you to more, more, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, Perfect. We saw that before. Cool. So that's going to do it for uh, Here's My Issue. And now we move into First Prince for the Evening. So, Ryan, since this is one of your favorite comics, uh, of, uh, at least of the superhero variety, I'm going to go ahead and let you do the intro. So, Ryan, what are we reading for First Prince this evening? I'm reading a comic book uh, called... <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. Yeah, wow. you heard of those? Comic it's pictures book. with words together. Uh, this is DC The New Frontier. Uh, it's uh, written and drawn by Darwin Cook, colors by Dave Stewart. Uh, from 2004, it's a six-part series that sort of retells the history of the Marvel or the uh, sorry history of the DC universe but sort of in a different way that also exists simultaneously with the real world it's like mm-hmm. it's a it's a tweak slash yeah. like it's sort of like an alternate universe yeah it's an alternate universe it, it's but it focused. stays still it still stays pretty true but not DC, really. But but it also has like JFK and things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the next book, I should have. That's sort of a spoiler. Sorry. <gasps> spoiler. Uh, but yeah, it sort of takes place. The the issues we're reading are, are very much like 40s, 50s, and 60s focused. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, it's Darwin Cook, so it's very much kind of yeah stuck in that era. Um, I I'm a big fan of sort of the way he does the comics. I I I in the way he does the characters. I think that there's a lot of DNA that's shared with sort of Batman, the animated series in this. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and I think it's just kind of a, a really interesting, really concise, like here's the entire DC universe in six issues. Yeah. I, so we read for, for this, the first yeah, three the first issues, three. uh, the I, six parts. In the, the yeah. In the three. collection, this is part one. It's, it's collected in two books. So mm-hmm. we read the first book basically. Okay, first things first. I feel like when we're talking about Darwin Cook. There's the that before the story, art has to come first. Um, Jesus. I adore this, this art. Book looks amazing. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> but in a weird, but not in like it's a classic. It's not your standard comic book. You know, no, look, I can, it, it looks like it was drawn in the '40s, like the yeah. drawn in the '50s. Yeah, it does. I really see where Dean Tripp gets some of his influence from. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. This, oh yeah, for sure. Like, it, it's oh man, it's fantastic. Also, it and looks all red too. Yes. Some, yeah. And mm-hmm. also, uh, it looks a l- it looks pretty Bruce Timish. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, all of the there's a lot of yeah. So like all these new I had to double check three times to make sure Bruce Tim would didn't become the artist <laughs> on some of the pages. 
Mostly because well, of the ladies. Darwin Cook just did that, sh- yeah. uh, that, that, uh, that short that did the Batman Beyond short. Yeah. He was responsible. He did the art in that as well. At least the character designs that. Well, and, and Darwin Cook actually did a lot of design and some animation work in Batman Beyond and oh, Batman really? Animated Series okay. and, and Justice League and stuff like that. Oh, perfect. So so it's it's not just that it seems similar. but Oh, it is. It's, it's pretty similar. It's his work. Um, yeah. I, I've seen the, the DC uh, animated adaptation of this. And while it's really good, I feel like this is... I feel like they cut out some parts that are um, more, I don't know, I guess too deep continuity, if that makes any sense. Uh-huh. It, like goes, whole, it goes pretty deep. Like the whole challenges of the unknown. Like yeah. that is that is not like, like like oh. Is that what the first like part of this book nah, is? No, that's, that's sort no. of the last part. The okay, first part is, okay, let's talk about the first book. Yeah. Sure. The first half of the first book. Bunch of soldiers on an island. Yes. And then there's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yes. Which is awesome, but I am yeah. so confused where well, this fits in. that's the Savage the Land, yeah. isn't it? No, Savage Land is Marvel. X-Men. Marvel. <laughs> no, Sorry, but, yeah. but it's, it, 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 it comes in later. Also, that's in Antarctica. The center. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I dig that whole part. I love it. It starts off, honestly, it starts off as a war comic, which is yes. weird. When you're saying this is going to be a, a book about superheroes, and it starts off with a war comic. It's I thought, totally I thought it was going to be different. a Sergeant Rock tie-in. I thought yeah. so, too. I was, like, super oh, surprised man. that it wasn't. But when you look at, like, DC and their history, like, that's huge in their thing, you know, yeah. war comics. So it would make sense why they would have something like that. And no, 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 it for sure makes sense. I was just super confused. It's like, who are these people supposed yeah. to be? <laughs> and then later, obviously, in the third book, it talks about, you know, the guy that makes it off the island, which is uh, Flag, yeah. obviously yeah. being the leader of the Suicide Squad, which well, we talked about last yeah. episode. Yeah. So... There's that. that that actually conveniently tied in Task Force Dude, X and all that. Was, yeah. yeah, but like that whole first thing, the first like war story is one. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Like, well, you, you you had to know yeah. that was like that was my jam. Yeah, oh, I knew that. <laughs> it, it was soldiers, dinosaurs, it was dinosaurs war, and and, and it was soldiers too. Yeah, and dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and the one dude, he's like. He's like, okay, cool. You make it off this island, whatever. Right? He's just doing that, and then I'm gonna go hunt this T-Rex. He dives into a T-Rex's mouth with grenades in his hand. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, what, that's what, how bad he wants to murder this T-Rex for eating all like, his friends. He's just like, you know what? I'm not. I'm obviously not going to kill you and live. So you know what? I'm gonna take you out with me. Yeah. I like how oh, even just that World War II. He looks spirit. up in the sky and he's like, "That's the last thing I want to see." I close my eyes. Truly. And I, and I, I like uh, how even the interpretation of dinosaurs is very forties and fifties. Yeah. yeah. Where they're like, like big lumbering, big alligators, slow yeah. alligators. Truly the greatest generation. I think, <laughs> I think the most surprising part for me of the first issue, though, Alan, hmm. this Green Lantern part. Yeah. It made me tear up. Oh. I got really emotional, and I don't have that sort. Of, that's this is the reason I'm wearing my Green Lantern T-shirt today. As I was like, do you not know? This, like, do you, wait, wait. You don't tear up at Hal's original origin. I do, but not like this. Are this you, just what? It's, it's, it's the it's that it's the idea of like just meeting your hero and having your hero be cool. Like that's honestly like we miss met Grant Morrison. I was really worried that he wouldn't be nice, and the fact that when you meet somebody, <laughs> they're really nice and they're accepting, and I think it's cool. It's like that's the first little bit like. You, they could do this so easily. They could do the first guy you meet is is Superman. The first right. the hero that you know that you meet is but Batman. It's Chuck Yeager, actual. It's Chuck real, Yeager real life and Hal Jordan. Right. Yeah. Those are the two people you see for which is such an odd choice, but it works so well. Like this is like like I if this is how you feel about Green Lantern, I understand. And like <laughs> I get it, and like this is great. Like let me this let me give great. you let me give you a hint. Hal Jordan has always been a scared little boy. Yeah. It's it's always been his character. He's never gotten over being just a little boy who wanted to fly planes but was 
also scared of losing the people he loved. This is just another way of kind of humanizing him. And if that's if that's what it takes, then so be it. I am totally okay with that. <laughs> now let's cut to the next part where it turns into Watchmen for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got. I got to be honest. I skipped through all the reading. I didn't. It's great. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's fantastic. Somebody, somebody give us the breakdown then. Uh, they talk about the JSA. It's all about the JSA. It's all about Golden Age DC. Okay. Um, and basically, it's like Watchmen. They it's the McCarthy era. They say, "Listen, you have to let us know who you are." Or uh, it's, uh, it's very much. It's very much yeah. Incredibles. It's, yeah. It's uh, uh, either register with us or go away. Oh, it's great because they have like because it's it's all the the Golden Age guys and they don't and they, and they address Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman and they're too. They basically say Superman and Wonder Woman signed up with the government yeah. and they went and took down all the people. They basically they're all took about out truth and justice. It's in almost the American it, it's way. almost like the middle part of what happened before Dark Knight Returns happens. Like you feel like they hunted down all the members of yeah. uh, of the JSA. And he said they he fought Batman and almost beat Batman and then Batman like like used some sort of like chemical on him, which I'm assuming is kryptonite. Yeah, um, so and then Batman disappeared. And we haven't seen him since. He's super spreading, and away. that's pretty cool. It's like <laughs> it's like you address super repel, and that's, that's not and that's not the first time they that address the golden age in this book. In the second yeah. book, um, mm-hmm. Wildcat makes that reference too. Wildcat yeah. and uh, I wish well, my buddy Wildcat Jay was, was here to see was, this. Yeah. yeah, I wish Jay was here Jay to see Garrick. this. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, and it's it, it's well done. Like honestly, and, it, and by the way, it's written st- by Iris West, which is also great. If we're yeah. ever <laughs> stuck, if we're ever stuck for who we should do in character compendiums, we just got to look at this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this book is our list. We got a big list of DC well, list. And the great thing is, like, it is as deep as you want it to go. Uh-huh. You know, like you can you can let those characters wash over you, and you don't have to know yeah, their Wikipedia articles and backstory. It makes it richer. It makes happen. it more exciting if you do. But I'm just trying to say for you know newer readers who want to get into something. So here, the feeling that I had reading this book was um, it was a lot like 1602. Yeah, you know yeah. where they would it's pop up, the and then you would get that little uh, that oh. little fanboy squeal. We go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Peter f- Parkwa. That that's the name of the episode. The fanboy, fanboy squeal. squeal. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good one year annual name. Peter Parkwa. I remember that. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's like every time you you know every time they introduce somebody like uh, like Martian Manhunter. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's got green skin and red eyes. Well, I wonder who this is. Chewie, did oh. you think that was Swamp Thing for a minute? Or did you know it was Martian Manhunter. Oh, right good. All right. Also, I was like, oh, I wonder if Chewie so, thinks it's Okay, wait, wait. I laughed as soon as I saw it. So I was watching uh, Twitch uh, the other day. And, uh, so it's a video game thing? Yes. Twitch TV is where you watch yeah. people play video games for you. Um, <laughs> and so somebody was playing Lego Batman 3. And so it's Martian Manhunter on the bridge of the Watchtower. And then the... Uh, um, what is it? The uh, the villains walk in. I forget. What the heck is their name? The League of Doom or whatever it is. Legion of Doom? Legion of Doom walks in. And, uh, uh, and Joker walks in and he's like... <laughs> My... Uh, Martian, we brought fire, uh, Firefly, because we know you're such a huge fan of fire. And then Martian Manhunter in this game is very like, like robotic. He's like, actually, that happened. Fire is my one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> and, he get, and then he stops. He goes, oh, and then, they, and then fire. <laughs> Those Lego games are so well done. So, so funny. On the, on so X-Men. when I saw Martian Manhunter, and then you know him in human form, and he's afraid of fire. That's what I thought about. It made me laugh. But, but <laughs> I mean, before we get too deep in that, though, how in the trenches? Oh gosh, the way the that trench book ends. Oh, oh man, like so that, that first issue, brutal. the way it ends. What, well, okay, what about Wonder the, Woman the in panel, Vietnam? Though? The three panels oh, right yeah. here. Where he's Lois, just like, Lois Lane in Korean War. And no, 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 Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Woman in Vietnam. Uh, yeah. Or was it Vietnam or somewhere yeah. Korea? No, it's it's and I was just Vietnam. speaking Korean. Yeah. And they're like, what? And he says, huh? He said, it's Korean. He said, it's over. 
It's over. It's like I finally cl- oh, make war no so, more. It's he so, found the words close. too late. Oh, he found the so words good. too late. Like once again, like I understand why Alan likes Green Lantern. <laughs> like now I'm starting to get it. Um, but yeah, also, he's two. cocky. And it's just. Funny. I also like an issue too that, and it sounds silly, but maybe it's just dumb. But I like that Wonder Woman's just a tad. Like they draw Wonder Woman like she should be. She's, oh yeah. yeah. She's bulky, strong like a and dude. bulky, and she's, <laughs> and she's taller than Superman. Yes, by about like she's six an am- inches. Dude, she's an Amazon. She's an Amazon. I dig this Wonder Woman here, I do dude. Too. She's oh yeah, just like like I don't care. Punch. I love how super- I showed. I was reading this, and I just yeah. I, and I like nudged my wife in bed. I was like, "Hey, look!" And she's like, "That's Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's awesome." Yeah. Uh, I love how Superman has Although the old Superman logo on it. Too. Yeah, the the yes. the red the red S on the black logo. Which is funny because I think back to uh, what, what book was it reading where Batman takes a jab at Superman and saying, uh, oh, it was um, Kingdom Come where he's like something about he, he pokes him and saying black is, uh, you know, a little morbid for him. But yeah. <laughs> the original logo was red on black. Yeah. yeah. I like the um, I like the next part, too, with Martian Manhunter watching television. Yes. I dig that he turns into the Native American when the television goes off <laughs> for the night. Yeah. I like how he turns into Bugs Bunny. He does. He turns it that. Th- thank they you. Do thank that. you, Warner yeah. Brothers. <laughs> also, uh, have you noticed that when he's um, going, when they're charging into the church, he looks like Dick Tracy? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, they definitely play that up for sure. Oh, yeah. Like the yellow everything. It, it's so pulpy, like that part. It's so oh, yeah. pulpy, and the artwork works so well. I, I love that part in there too, though, where where it's where Batman actually frees the kid from being sacrificed here, and and they go and just like, no, get away from me! Like he's terrified, yeah, right? He's terrified so of, of him. And Batman's like, what? Why? And they address it like like which they never do. They always like it's like, oh look, it's Batman, rather than being like, no, you're frightening. Like I, I like that they address that. I think, and if I remember correctly, in the animated movie, they they make a point of this later. Wait, well, they- I feel like I feel like Batman's looking back at the bottom panel, like hmm. Maybe I need to do something. Maybe I need to do that. something about no, this. No, I really because I was I just think of him as like skulking away, going stupid kid. I saved your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, did they beat up Ra's al Ghul? What? Like look at his look at his goat look at his goatee. That's not Ra's al Ghul. No, he's just uh, like, the little wings on the side. All uh, right, yeah, all right. I don't know. You know, it could have been. Okay. Does he also Wildcat fighting Cassius Clay? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, so cool. I, just, I, I, I love the cutaway too when he's like, like knocked Clay out and then won. he shows him in in like a pool. Yeah, with, with the, the ladies. ladies. He's like, I'm just gonna swim. I'm just go swimming now. <laughs> and then it, I love that. I love when he kicks in. He's like, you know, how, he's like, come on, you know how to win a fight. Like just beat him. Like Dude, don't even treat it like can boxing. boxing be like that? Like are there rules against like just yes. street brawling? Yes. Um, it's dumb, but I love it. I love the little cutaways too. It's Selena uh, with Selena Kyle, and then you have Bruce and Ollie. You yeah. Have, it's, okay. Wait. Wait. Oh uh, yeah, the Bruce I'm, and Ollie bit. I'm is, missing is something. One was Lois. Who? Okay, Selena. Hold on. There was there was a woman there. Di- that, D- Dina. Dina. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was Dina. Dina Lance. Oh, Black Canary. Laura Thank Lance. you. There That's you what I'm yeah. making sure. Diana Laurel. Okay. Diana Laurel Lance. Got it. Yeah. Um, perfect. Oh, and that would make sense why they also. Were. The rest oh, of the book. I really liked uh, Catwoman's Cleopatra haircut too. Yeah, it seems so appropriate. It does. Feels like, well, why haven't they done that? Um, also, the rest of the book is just fantastic with the Flash. Oh yeah, that that whole bit is that fantastic. whole bit was awesome. That is the Flash, right? The, the Flash wildcat is sweet. panel though. Oh yeah, with the oh, roses. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Wildcat panel was just standing there like. Ah. I love how Captain Cold is so flamboyant. Yeah, <laughs> I like how he calls him Liberace. Yeah. <laughs> But well, oh, Captain Cold is angry at him. He's and like, there's Frank oh, Sinatra in there too. He's like, why else did find- you come here? <laughs> okay, the thing is, so after the Flash, then you get into more Hal stuff, yeah. and then it's then it's the Hal show from pretty much there on. Yeah, out. it's true. 
Um, but I like that. That's I like. Honestly, I like that. This is honestly my favorite Green Lantern book. I yeah, <laughs> this I, is I basically it. a Green Lantern book, as it far really as I can is. tell. Anyway, yeah, it really is. I love. I, oh, I, it's I, really I, central. It's uh, it. It has not very much Batman in it. It's true. Uh. I, I, what I what I love is that in the third issue here is when he's um having having dinner with um with Carol Ferris and she's like, well, right. I don't really make it a habit, a force to to to, to date my my employees. Like, well, I don't start for another two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. She's like two glasses. I'm like. Dang, how you got some moves, Boom. son. <laughs> I was like, ah, if only I could be that suave. And I saw love where he's like driving. We have to be good uh, looking first. It helps. Oh, <laughs> Where he's, where he's mm. uh, giving him a, a ride to the airplane, and then you just see him driving sideways on the cliff. He's like, yeah. you just got to go fast enough, and you'll maintain forward momentum. Well, it, it's almost like it's like he's coming down from like the, I just saw a really fast guy run. Like, yeah. It's like he's coming down from that high. He's like, oh, yeah, see, he's, I could be awesome. He's it's like, competing. okay, all right. He's proven <laughs> something. Okay, yep. what's the deal with the, the crashed airplane and the four dudes? Uh, challengers the- of the Unknown. There you go. Ryan, okay. do you want to give us a brief idea of who they uh, are? Sure, the Challengers of the Unknown were a sort of like science adventure team mm-hmm. you know kind of like uh kind of like um i never can remember his name um the man of bronze is the only name i ever think of him as oh doc uh yeah doc yeah oh. wait doc savage yeah doc savage. Like, yeah. They're, they're sort of like Team dc's work. like sort of doc savage kind of thing but they didn't have it's uh i mean it's challenges of the unknown of that old archetype the doc savage the the uh, Johnny Quest, you know, uh, with, yeah. with Race Bannon yep. and his dad and the other guy. Walking eyeballs and such. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fun fact. Like adventure, if adventure science comic. Such. Fun fact. I think it was, I want to say it was Jeff Loeb, but when they first like were like, hey, man, like you can write script movie scripts. You want to work on something at DC? He's like, yeah, I have these ideas for these characters. Like, no, no, no. How about uh, we give you Challengers of the Unknown? He's like, oh. Okay, <laughs> out of all the options I got, this is what I got to get. Great, but like he, t- he like it's it's great when you get an opportunity like that because you take a book that um is you know who created the challenge of the unknown who Jack Kirby of course oh, I did. Yeah, I'm not course. surprised by that. Um, so Ryan, we gave you some homework here before we started recording. We asked you to find out who the gentleman is. Um, who? Oh, the John Henry guy. Yes. He's reciting so, the John Henry theme. Yeah, yeah. So or, uh, uh, I did a, a a very tiny amount of research on this. Uh, this is basically something that was uh, that Darwin Cook came up with. Okay. Uh, the character's name is John Wilson. Okay. Uh, it it seems like it's sort of. He he is sort of a hooded justice figure. Okay. Uh, it, it hooded justice reference to, to Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but sort of like the. Like there aren't any superheroes anymore because superheroes are illegal. Uh-huh. And then this guy, you know, has a mask and, and goes out to sort of avenge a wrong and dies in the process. But everybody ends up hearing about it, it becomes a media spectacle. And it ends up sort of inspiring people to also become masked vigilantes. Okay. So Dude, cool. Those... So let's talk about his costume just for a second, because yeah. it's very, it's but very it, he's, poignant. He really doesn't exist outside of this book. So from what I can tell, he is so um, cool though. He is wearing a black hood as yes. he attempts to right the wrongs of the white hoods. Exactly. And has a snapped noose around his neck. And yes. he is going to save because, people from lynchings. Yeah. Yes. It's because so, his noose did break, you know, he didn't actually like, you yeah. know, it, it's just that, it's the opposite. It's what they're wearing, but the opposite. On top of that, it's like as if he's coming back from the dead or representing the dead right. of all the mm-hmm. lynched. Yeah, just being um, like, you know, you can try to do this, but like you'll fail. Like you failed once, you'll fail again. Sort of. Uh, although I think it's more of a, oh man. Okay, coming kind of tying into what I was saying. Uh, I love the, um, 
I really wanted the kid on the motorcycle. I know challengers are unknown. Yeah. I really wanted him because he survived and, and cheated death to become like this book Spectre. Oh yeah. I was really thinking mm. that he was gonna like hook up with the Spectre. But anyway, um now I think that the the noose is is sort of like a reminder saying, um, sort of like sticking up for the people who had not cheated death in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was sort of like, you know, I'm the one I may be the one that survived, but I'm representing all that didn't. Um, in either case, dude, those those two pages, yeah, jeez, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's intense, fantastic. Yeah. It's I would intense. say it's probably the most intense of this whole book. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, like subject matter, obviously, you oh, know, yeah. you, you have them setting fire to his home with his family still inside. Mm-hmm. You know, you have them trying to hang him. He breaks free from that, but just there's and there's not a lot of words, dude. There's a few caption boxes, um, and just the way he describes it too, he's like, you know. I can see the smoke. I can see the uh, the triangles. Right. You know, like he doesn't say, "I can see the clan." I can see right. the KKK. He's just like I see the triangles, and you just mm-hmm. see a hint of it, and you're just like, it's already so like eerie and creepy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I, it's just awesome when you just see him walking away, and he's just like, you know, I, after a long time, I find a reason to move. I can't say it's a good reason or a Christian reason. But it's reason enough. Mm-hmm. I head in the direction of the white triangles. I head into the dark. Jeez, yeah. Can we, poetry, dude. Can we talk about the the next part? Because you're right. There's a lot of Hal Jordan stuff, and that's not bad. But it, it, but like, can we talk about the um the the part where John goes to the movies? Yeah, he watches the science fiction movie. It's totally an allegory for anti communism. Yeah, yes. and he's like laughing, and they're like, I don't understand why you're laughing. Yeah, it's like you're a little crazy. Can we talk about the very end of the book for a second? Uh, can we talk about the cool Batman part? Uh, the classic the cool Batman, Batman line. The bat classic Batman line. Come on, fine. Dude. Talk about the Batman line. <laughs> I've been watching you, Mister Jones. I know all about you except where you come from. My instincts tell me you're to be trusted, but make no mistake. It took a seventy thousand dollar silver, a sliver of meteor, to stop the one in Metropolis with you. All I need is a penny for a book of matches and the look of uh, terror yeah. on his face. It's I'm just like, thing. Uh, but I know, but like, it's so simple. I love that this <laughs> Batman is sort of like dirtbag Batman. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit. I, <laughs> he has, I mean, as he much has as a... I, as much as I complain about like Rorschach Batman, like this Batman is just sort of like, it's not like he's trying to be grim and gritty. He's just yeah. like a jerk to everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't trust anyone. Right? Yeah. No trust. It's great. Yeah. And then the next moment too with Wonder Woman too. Can we like? Yeah. Well, bit? that's a political bit where like she tries to like bring. It's like I want to bring everybody's attention to the atrocities of war in this particular area. And they're like, and oh, we okay, shouldn't that's do that. Enough. They're like, no, no, no. See, yeah, not just anybody. It's Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. <laughs> And oh, then she talks to Eisenhower dick. and everything. Yeah. And then there's uh, yeah. So the end of this book too. So the let's, yeah, let's talk about the end of the book. Whether going talk, to space, going to space, going to Mars, going to Mars. How Jordan. So, okay, does Hal, does Hal eventually get powers in this series? Or yes, is he, okay. yes. He, he, <laughs> I'm like, he lanterns it up, I okay, promise, good. I promise. I'm like, I'm waiting. He's the one guy, he's the last one to get powers out of everyone, apparently. Yeah. Um, What's fantastic about this whole thing where they're like, you know, you got to come to this secret thing, and know, we, we got to... Well, it's always a secret bunker. <laughs> and then you have, like, you know, this whole thing, and you have all these balloons, all these balloons, you have two pages, three Three pages of balloons and slides <laughs> where he's getting caught up. Yeah. And you have one panel with one balloon from him. And he's like, this is just great. I came here to fly jets and and, that, and I'm stuck with a bunch of crash test dummies testing equipment. Some NASA glory boys are going to get to use to get into space. Count me out. And then the uh, the old dude from Mad Men is like trying to get him <laughs> in. To the, 
That, come on, tell me that's not him. No, you're right. Like, you're good right. God. We're going to Mars. I, by the way, yeah, uh, like, no, bless you, Darwin Cook, for your 1960s rocket <laughs> idea. Oh, right. Yeah. How do we get to Mars? Well, let's just put a rocket with a bunch of other rockets around it. That'll do it. <laughs> All the rockets. As rockets the rock- with more can rockets. You, can you? Uh, can we add more rockets? Maybe two on the top, on the sides. Maybe well, another hey, set of round. There's ones no in the front. spire coming out of the yeah. nose, but like every other plane <laughs> in this book. Well, we can't see the top of it. You don't know. <laughs> it it cuts it off before it reaches the tip. That's true. Um, and then the end too, foreshadowing. Okay, foreshadowing, so foreshadowing. And this is dumb, but it reminds me of it, and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Is Shuma Gorath DC? Does anybody know Shuma Gorath? Uh, uh, the big eyeball. The big eyeball with the tentacles. Was that a DC? Uh, I, I know it was in Marvel vs. Capcom, so probably not DC. Uh, no, but, I think okay. it's a Capcom thing. <laughs> okay, it was a Capcom <laughs> a thing. thing. No, I'm like, because that's exactly what it looks like. Of Starro. Starro. Mm. Starro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know why Shuma Gorath came to mind. I'm an idiot. Sorry, listeners who are yelling at the radio. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, right. that's Marvel Comics. I checked it. Yelling yeah, at okay. the radio. <laughs> and then you, we end on uh, old. Oh, come on! Tell me you did not like read that newsreel oh, in yes. that voice. Oh, right? yeah, of course you did. Oh god! I'm pretty sure. The challengers of the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that as I was reading it, it I, like was, the Final I read victory theme. I Welcome read my that friends part the out loud. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> like I was sitting there by myself, going like, "The challenges of the unknown have a mighty task upon our hands." <laughs> <laughs> so um, overall, <laughs> I mean, you, got it? you betcha, brother. <laughs> overall, <laughs> sitting two seats away from me in public, you're like, "What's wrong with that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> overall, what did you guys think of the first three issues of this? I really want to read the next three. I am super oh, excited. I'm too. super oh, stoked yeah. for this. It's a lot. The, each each issue is about six, 60 pages. But it's not honestly, short. It's not no, short. It's not, but not they, but all. there are parts of it that read really quick, and there are parts of it that slow down. It's got like little speed bumps in it to be like, wait a minute, yeah. pay attention to this, and There's go a lot go go going go go. On in it too. It is really good. So good. It, it, it didn't. It didn't. So I, I read it all dun, today in dun. one sitting. It didn't feel like I was reading for like an hour. It, honestly, I was like, "Oh, we're, I'm already done with these." Okay, <laughs> well, guess I'm done. So uh, yeah. So if you guys want to check these out, you can get them. We talked about there are trades are available digitally. Yeah. Um, we did only read the first three issues, so that means that next time we'll be reading the next three. I'll remind you again at the end of the show just to be sure. But uh, next time we'll be reading the final uh, three issues of uh, DC New Frontier. So. Woo-hoo. Now we get into the celebratory part of our show. So uh, we have two new segments uh, for this for this particular show. Uh, thing number one, we're just going to call. We're, 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 I'm just going to call it simple. We'll call it simple. We'll do a look back. Pretty much, we're going to look back and go through all the different books that we've we've done. We're not going to talk about each one. We'll maybe talk about some of our favorites. Maybe if some of us have read more of the series clip that we show, did or stuff show. like that. A little bit of a clip show, yeah. A little so bit of a recap. We're not going to go through and edit back old episodes of the podcast. We're call this section Vitamin forever. C because we're going to be playing the Vitamin C graduation music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to have that year in review. A year in review, yes. And we'll t- we'll call that. It's a year in review. So we're just going to start. Uh, shouting you know, out not, books. not a year. Uh, not a year in review. A year of review because we've done a year of reviews on books. See what I did there? Yeah, See what I did there, Alan? Clever. That's it. So um, let's talk, guys. We've been doing this for a year now. It's crazy. How awesome is okay, that? Okay, well, do you want to start with the obvious one? That's crazy, Let, Let's Mark. talk about it. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about the most obvious one that in the last year that changed all of our lives forever? So, yeah, let's talk oh, yeah. about... We so what are some? To. Let's talk let's, about that first. Let's, we'll address, start, let's, let's address the 600-pound gorilla in the room. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Like, there are some books on here that I never would have read on my own. Six-gun gorilla, honestly, 
being one of them. I would have just looked at that book and been like, mm, I'm not interested. Oh, that's kind of weird. Honestly. Okay, so if, let me, because I don't know if I told this story, and I really want to tell this story for everybody listening. So tell it. when we read Six Gun Gorilla, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, then it went on sale on Comixology or something like that. And yeah. We, we were sitting like in the break room, each. you and I, Ryan. And you're like, oh, man, it's like a buck each. I'm like, I'm buying these. So I bought them, right? Go home. And uh, I'm like, well, I got nothing else to do tonight, so I better. I'm like, I kind of want to see what happens with Six Gun Gorilla. It was really cool. I start reading it, and then you get into it, and like, you know, like I said, go back, go back and listen to the episode, and and figure out where episode this kind of all seven. goes. Episode seven, and uh, and then you start getting into it, and then you, and then it starts hitting those points about, you know, like this isn't your story, and you know, you're part of a bigger narrative, and then like the thing at the end, and then. I immediately threw down my iPad at the end of that with like tears in my eyes almost. And I texted everybody here and I said, it's not what you think it is. Read it in like all caps. And <laughs> yeah, I'm I remember just that. Like, I remember that. I'm like, it's not what you think it is. I think I said that like three times. And uh, like I, it was like in the last year as far as reading comics goes, it's one of the probably biggest emotional and, and coolest things uh, that I think I've read. And I'm, I'm still in love with this book completely. <laughs> Dude, I it's kind of like with what Ian was saying. Um, I actually probably wouldn't have read the book if it if it wasn't for the show. Um, just because I know I've kept like my eye open for different books, and honestly, because of the types of books that Ryan had been bringing. And opening my eyes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and opening my eyes. Ryan's opened us all to a ne- another another level of comic book reading. Mm, I think exactly. we can all agree on that. <laughs> it's just um, I've done nothing. I've like, contributed zero. <laughs> I've seen. I mean, I, I saw the book, and where normally I, I probably wouldn't pick it up because normally, and and I mean, like I still bring the Chewy books, and like I bring books that definitely look and sound and feel like Chewy books. Um, this was one that probably wasn't really a chewy book, at least at face value. So I wouldn't have picked it up. You know, the cover wasn't really like metal, um, <laughs> like looking at it. Um, now like having read it, we're like, Oh, it's totally metal. You know what I mean? There's a lot of metal <laughs> things in there, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where I probably wouldn't have done it. You know, if, if I hadn't read some of the books that Ian or that Ryan had brought, and we were doing the show. I probably would have just seen it and walked past it and been like, whatever. Um, so bringing it as a blind read, I think, was was awesome. And, yeah, it's one of my favorite moments in my comic book history was actually reading the rest of the book. Was that right. moment where you texted me and you're just like, read the rest of the series. Yeah, for sure. I only read the first one. I was like, that was pretty awesome. Um Along with a couple of other just moments like meeting people and getting to do some of the cool interviews and stuff. Yeah, I, I think the idea that we've had people reach out to us, I think, is pretty interesting. I didn't, I never thought in a million years we'd have somebody who we wrote a book. We talked about, go, hey, listen to your show, thanks. Or I never thought that even after two episodes we'd have Paul Dini saying they favorited a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was even nice. something as silly as that, like honestly. Like and and if you were to tell me a year ago, you're gonna ha- be asking uh, Grant Morrison to do a bump for your show, or yeah, at true. the very least, you'd be like, uh, no, or if nuts. you would have said like, hey, like, you know, you're gonna be doing a live Q and A with Sam Humphrey. Yeah, you're gonna be you doing know, a live Q and A in a movie a theater screening for Guardians the of the Galaxy. Galaxy. I never would have thought. I never would have thought that. Or shoot, even being like, you would, you're gonna have something to talk about when you meet these creators. You're gonna have something to say right. and be like, hey, we talked about your book on our show. Yeah. Like yeah. rather than being like, hey, I love your book. I have something more to say about it, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm really 
I, I will say this. I, Alan, you've opened my mind, and Ryan too, in this, to manga and to stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you've really, like, really, really opened my, my, my mind and, and how I read and perceive that, especially with webcomics. We talked a little yeah. bit about webcomics earlier, but I echo that sentiment. Ryan has just showed me all sorts of other <laughs> books because yeah. Ryan's amazing at comics. Yeah. And I'm really, honestly, to be honest, I'm really impressed with the way Chewy has grown. I mean, we started out not to be mean. We started with Haunt. When you take a dig Sponsor, at that book, man. From you, humble just beginnings. Keep, keep in mind, when you take a dig at that book, you're taking a dig at Capullo, and Capullo's a big guy. No, I know. I know, I know, no. I'm just saying we start <laughs> with Haunt. We start with a book that like we were just like, I don't know, Chewie, where you bring this? And now we've gotten all the way to the point where Chewie's bring Chewie brought stuff like Six Gun Gorilla. He's he's brought I mean all, all these different books that, that we <laughs> and all Six Gun Gorilla. But you know, but no, <laughs> but I'm serious. Thor. You brought Krampus, Thor. Thor was great. Animal like man, I really burn the man? orphanage. Which burn the orphanage. Burn the oh, orphanage. Yeah. Put us burn in touch orphanage. with um, not Cena. not with uh, Cena Grace. Cena Grace. Cena Grace, who is you know at oh, least through his is... books made several more appearances on this podcast. Yeah, um, or at least his work has. And yes, he, and and I just gotta say, like I say every time, he is a fantastic stand-up gentleman of a dude. Seriously, I, I've been lucky enough to... It, Ryan was there the first time that I That's met true, him. That's true, yeah. We were at Long Beach totally Comic Con, cool. and he was chill. And then uh, what was awesome was we kind of ran into him by chance, um, you know, a couple months ago and uh, at, a, at a Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. And he was introducing himself to some of the people there. And I went up to be like, hey, I'm Chewy, like, you know, to reintroduce myself because, you know, you're at a Comic Con. You're a comic book writer. You read... T- you, yeah, you, you, read, you meet tons of people. You meet tons of people. And then he's just like, oh, hey, how's it going? You come here. And he gives me a hug. He's like, how, how have yeah. you been? Like, how's this? And I'm just like... You remember what? me? <laughs> he jokes the entire time about how, um, about like, oh, don't say anything about that. These guys are podcasters. Like he yeah. knew yeah. who we were. Like that's cool to that's me that awesome. somebody remembers who, who we are. Um, I think the most, and I know we don't have back matter this episode, spoiler, but um, Ryan, I also want to thank you for one more thing. When, and that man is Sam Bosma. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So Ryan, Ryan sent us all a message. Ryan, just give us a brief, oh, idea. Yeah. No, no back matter this time, but just this sure. one little brief bit. Uh, all I can tell you is uh, today Sam Bosma tweeted a picture. Uh, that said, and then the caption was February 2015, No Brow Press, and the picture was a full color cover of a book that said Fantasy Sports. Number oh. one. Number one. Oh, fantasy man. Sports, number one, which so means good. sports, not just basketball. Not just and basketball. Number one, sports. meaning more than one. <laughs> yes. Um, so good. So, like, let's talk about, I mean, let's talk about some of the Here's My Issue stuff. Is there any books other than Six Gun Gorilla, anything that you guys that we, that we brought, that whether you brought it or somebody else that you've continued to read? Uh, uh, beyond yeah. that, uh, on my trip to Portland, I had you guys just throw some stuff in the box for me, so I had something to read on the plane. But I really all I ended up doing was reading Thor. Yeah, <laughs> I read the rest of that first arc of Thor, and Chewy, that book is fantastic. Yeah, the art stays consistent all the way through. It's got these high and low points. Yeah, the three Thors teaming up at the end. Good guy, yeah, that was so, so good. good dude. Oh man, like that book is like that, at least that first arc, so yeah. good. It, it it's, and I didn't even expect, I did not expect to like that run. Yeah, it's it's awesome, dude. I I that's one of the ones that I had read. I'm not gonna lie, like that was one of those that I'd read a lot further into by the time I brought that particular issue. Um, and we heard um we heard Josh Hanneman talking about it when I did the interview. He was our first interview, right? You know, which I'm just gonna say, like. Throwing out there, getting to do an interview mm-hmm. with anyone that's like has their own comic book out there, that was like awesome. Like I was nervous to was interview cool. someone whose book I had read and be like, I, I know this book and and like th- this is awesome. Like this is the yeah. I felt like that was the moment where we became legitimate, to be honest with you. Yeah. And cut to <laughs> cut to yesterday before this recording, where 
we asked Grant Morrison for an interview and he was like, I'm just really tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's crazy that we've gone from like, just like we talked to an independent creator and we, we, we had the, um, um, for lack of a better word, we had the balls to ask Grant Morrison for an interview. A lot of balls. Like, but, and, and, and he, we all, and if he wasn't tired, he might've given it to us. No, it was, <laughs> but it was cool when I was doing that interview and we're, I was like, oh, what have you read, you know, lately and stuff like that. And he brought up Thor and I don't know that we talked about it on the interview all that much, but I remember it, you yeah. know, one point went to go grab a couple of beers for for us and um because he hadn't read a little bit further into yeah. it and off mic um or no actually no, we, on. we kept the recorder going and then i cut out a lot of it for right. the interview because uh-huh. of spoilers um but yeah there was just moments where we talked about where like you did alan where he's just like when this happened right what and yeah. i was just like oh man it's so cool to just be having this conversation right here but um yeah dude that that was a big one for me too it was thor um Animal Man, uh, Jeff Lemire's Animal oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, oh, man. I read, I, I read the heck out of that. I oh, Chewy. That. Well, okay. So I don't know. Did we talk about Chewy's tweet on the on that episode that one time, or uh, who was it that tweeted at Chewy about his um his his review style getting better? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We did talk one about the that one. Editors once. for I think uh, Boom. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We have one. We have one. We have one of the editors. I think no, it was for Boom or wasn't. I think we also had one of the artists. I think for was it for Adventure Time? One of the Adventure Time artists. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. a few people mm-hmm. reach out to us and stuff like that. But yeah, just somebody commenting on on Chewy becoming more uh, uh, fluent in in yeah. in his reviews and and more perceptive of what's happening and growing as as some as a comic book reader, you know, from the outside source. I like my favorite part of this last year has just been anytime anybody writes in for anything, even just that one question. Um, ah, shoot, I'm gonna regret this, but somebody it was a couple episodes ago. Um, it, uh, just just asked us about like whose faces belong to the like to which <laughs> yeah, voices. Yeah. Well, they even asked us. We had he, so, he we had was, somebody asked us. Yeah. Cool though, for recommendations. Yeah, the sci-fi yeah, books. Yeah. Also, yeah. he's out there in Florida. And we had asked. We had somebody ask cool. us, "How do you guys store your books?" Like just simple, like, well, yeah. like somebody who might be brand new might have just like he's like I you know I, I do this. Somebody out there might be listening who's brand new to comics and like uh, we're they, your they comics like, oh, pals. I don't know how to do this? Yeah, we're your, we're here for you. Um, otherwise, I mean, I read all of all of the entire run of. Um, uh, uh, Brian Bussolato and uh, Francis Manipal's Flash, which oh, yeah. I know we briefly touched on that, but I would highly recommend it because he hits all the uh, for a lot, not no pun intended, all the Flash points that you'd want him to hit. <laughs> There's a whole spit about the Rogues, a whole bit about Gorilla Grodd, and he ends it with Reverse Flash. Like it is a perfect wow. encapsulated, well done. Flash. And it's not the Reverse Flash that you think either. It's not Ooh. like the Professor Zoom Reverse Flash is different. So oh. I highly recommend that. I'd, I'd check that out. Um, I read uh, Marvel 1602. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it on sale. And, and <laughs> you I, checked it out? No, it was a lot of fun. It was, it's interesting because I, I expected it to just be sort of more of like spot the reference, clever right. stuff. But then there's like reality warping. and It yeah. gets very and Neil Gaiman really in the end. It gets really Neil Gaiman and, and Dr. Doom. The way they have Dr. Doom in that book is, is fantastic. The way they have Dr. Doom. Doom the way- Victor the Handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, come on. Rem- we all have to remember the time that we broke Chewy with the the Rojas. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, oh that and the red hood and too. The red and and the red get hood. up and walk around. Just like tears ready to oh, burst. Man. I was oh, gonna was say like that, that was a big one too. I found myself like uh, at work like on a break just pulling up JL8. Yeah, and just reading more of that because it's perfect. Because like you could just do that. You could just be like, oh, I'm gonna read like a page or two of this. And, yep. and oh man, it's fantastic <laughs> speaking of tears 
and Grant yeah. Morrison. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> the time we all well, cried. Right. Remember when animals and robots made you cry? Yeah. Remember robot? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw not, people getting those issues oh, signed to the day, and I'm like, man. no. I'm like, why? I, was, I, I hope Grant Morrison didn't hear me like, do you not like the com? I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I love it. It's just that it's so sad. I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Um, and like, honestly, you guys like, were, I, I listened to that episode recently. You guys were abusive to me yeah. about what well, about, about oh, reading. We, well, you were clearly abused. You know, it was abusive. You know, <laughs> making it was abusive? Us read that book? No, making us read infinity gauntlet. Whose stupid idea was that? <laughs> you know, Good what God, <laughs> Ian. Why? Hey, you know what? Actually, I'm really glad that hey, we read infinity civil gauntlet. War. Uh, civil I, hey, war. Don't point at me for that. I <laughs> you didn't know. like I'll it. I'll take credit for I'm that. I'm just saying, as I'm saying, like he didn't like civil war. No, but I think infinity gauntlet was great because like, I'd still like people are like, oh, do you think they're gonna do Infinity Gauntlet? And I'm like, I God, don't know, I hope man. Not. <laughs> do you, do you, have you ever read Infinity Gauntlet? And I was like, no. And I'm like, there's a reason you don't want Infinity them to do that. But I'm sure we'll be as we're looking at this list here of all the books that we've done and stuff like that. We'll come up with some more. But while we're kind of skimming through all the stuff that we've done, because think about it, if we've done four books, a minimum. Well, we've we've done a minimum of five books mm-hmm. per. Um, Per episode. per episode, yeah, and we've done what? Sometimes fit? more if we've written like like. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. Minimum, a yeah, minimum this is our twenty sixth episode, twenty seventh actually. Oh wow, guys, we've read so many comics. We've read a like, lot of comics. Yeah, we, like and, that, and that's just for the show. That's not counting the ones that we've like read, read on, on our, our own. own that's true. That we yeah. still got to bring. I'd, and stuff I'd, like that. Honestly, there are times where I'm like, I kind of want to read this other book. Uh, we got podcasts. We got it. I got to read these other books. No, man. Hey, I I had a day off the other day, and I. Somebody happened to be on a on a website that I frequent. Somebody happened to be posting a comic page by page. I'm like, I'm gonna read a comic today, and it was like <laughs> it was like a couple volumes, and I just I read the comic, and it was taking everything that we talked about and and applying it to books outside the podcast. Yeah, it like yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my re- my reading style has changed. Me too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I spend a lot more time. Like, honestly, I'm a story kind of guy. I love art, but I spend a lot more. Usually, I'll just glance at it. I go, oh, that's cool. And keep going. Now, I spend a lot more time looking at the art and yeah. taking my time on a page. Sometimes, what I'll do is I'll read the story through so I know the story. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. We haven't brought this on the show. But, like, uh, in the and I love it. Like, Scott Snyder's Batman yeah. stuff. I will sometimes Jeez. just power through that story because right. I love it so much. And then I'll go back. And I'm like, okay, now it's now it's Greg's turn. And I go yeah, back. And I'm like, time. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. and, and take you a look start at all noticing that. how the panels are laid out and dude, the positioning the inside thing, of them. Dude, like working with you <laughs> on this sort of stuff has been awesome for me to look at. You know, layout and panel layout. Yeah, that's been like huge. You have no idea like how much time I spend just looking at the panels and not what's inside of them. Looking mm-hmm. how they flow, how they work, and just being like, oh, I understand this right here, and this has actually broken up. And I, I start analyzing it from that standpoint, and that's because of you. Yeah. You know, so you have changed the way that I read comics, like, you know, from here on out. It's one of those things that I can't unsee it, (laughs) but I don't want to unsee it. You know what I mean? I feel like it has just enhanced Mm -hmm. and helped me to discern what are books that I really like and what are books that I I don't really like. Mm -hmm. And also other books that you look at and you're like, he could have done this better. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at it, you're like, if he positioned this character over here, if you Mm -hmm. put this panel over here, it would have flowed a lot better. The, The other thing, too, is I feel like I've really discovered the art style that I like, too. I, I can mm. narrow it down to a couple of artists, you know, a few artists, or say this style. You, you or this have style. brought, yeah. It, it, 
We, mm-hmm. I think you definitely have. I mean, we talk about Chewy books when we talk yeah. about content, mm-hmm. but there's also Chewy books, the art style. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And I think we've narrowed that Riley down. Riley Rosmo. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically well, true. Well, but it's not just Riley Rosmo. No, know, it's, but you that, really if, like that sketchy style. If you look at that, like, even like the Krampus that you bo- yeah. that you brought is still a very like the art is a very mm-hmm. Chewy book. That's true. It's the a lot of you know yeah. I like it. Dude, but uh, what have been some of your favorite moments, either from the show or, for lack of better words, your favorite moments in comics or in your life in comics that have occurred during this last year? Uh, and I said it last time, but mm-hmm. finding out that V for Vendetta is better than Watchmen. <laughs> like, finding out, like, holy... Because I'd never read it. And I was like, oh, it's V for Vendetta. I'll get around to it. But the fact that I read it and then I'm like, okay, I read that. That's really good, really good. And then I went and I read Watchmen again. I'm like... I, like this is still great but that is better like that yeah. would be the first book i would tell people to read before Watchmen. like honestly people are like what what's a good alan moore book i'm like v for vendetta yeah. do it like yeah. even over and that's and you know me i'm mr superhero so the fact that i'm telling that book over killing joke over Watchmen, like read that first uh that was a a, a big moment for me I, I think especially with like the first prints and stuff um, I think I don't know. Making Alan read Batman. <laughs> making Al- Let me ask you this, Alan. Alan, because yeah. I know we started the year off, and and we'll get to the we'll get to our changes. That we started the year off with Bat Chat, making making fun of that. But like, let me ask you that. <laughs> Bat Chat went over real well with it, our listeners. It, it did. Well, you know what? Honestly, and <laughs> we'll talk about our listeners here at the minute. Don't let me forget because I want to thank our listeners too. Um, but I thanks. <laughs> well, more than that. Done. Um, but I mean, do you have like a different view of that than you would say a year ago? And you, if it's no, it's no. But. Uh, no, actually, I, if nothing else, I've taken away that, um, okay. Originally I would assume that, I don't know if it's just from this last year overall or if it's from reading bat books, but characters, but especially Batman each mm-hmm. have their own incarnation. And yeah. I know that when we started this podcast, I'm like, well, you know, I like this Batman. I like Batman beyond. And I know about 66, but Batman really does change depending on whose hands he's in. It's true. Um, and there are different types of Batman. And like Ryan, you've been talking about and turned me on to this whole detective Batman thing versus, you know, we talk <laughs> about the new Batman with the Batman paint. Yeah. And we talk about, <laughs> and then we read 66 Batman. You talk about like the origins of Batman and Bill Finger and all this other stuff. And so um, it, it's sort of like, you know, the original analogy I, I made um, before people like started yelling at me was, uh, you know, I don't like the Beatles. I respect the Beatles for what they did for rock and roll, just like I respect Batman for being, you know, a pivotal character in comics. Um, but now it's sort of like, hey, say it, Alan. Say what? It. What do you? I, what do you want me to say? say, say I think it's funny it that. Um, <laughs> I still, I still, he's still not one of my favorite IPs, but. Uh, but we've gone from I respect. But I don't like to. He's not one of my favorites. Uh, it, it is. It is now. Um, I understand. I, I, it, there okay. was there was a misunderstanding there originally, but mm-hmm. now I I have a better grasp, if not a complete understanding. And I feel of, like of the I, the, at the end yeah. of this year, I'm starting to understand Green Lantern a lot better. So we're, we're well, I'm gonna I'm now. gonna fix that. You notice I have not brought one Green Lantern yeah, book we this entire well, year. I, mean, I didn't want to blow my wad on it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's I, a, so many Batman books. I only got a few. <laughs> I only got a few Green Lantern books to really break. Um, you know, you read The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, you yeah. read a I mean, zombie book. Didn't have any choice? <laughs> but rather than coming out and be like, "Well, yeah, it was a zombie book, and I hated it," you were just like, "You know what? Like, I, I, I get s- it now." Yeah. Everything that people have been saying this like, whole year just been deeper. to convince Alan he's wrong. About <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? I, I think that I think that yeah, convince the weeaboo that Western comics are way better. <laughs> I think that it's not just Alan; yeah. it's not just two. I think that all of us. I, I, yeah. and I obviously I'm spoke, mostly speaking for myself, but I think that all of us like being to a certain extent sort of forced to read books that we didn't 
intend to read or or didn't want to read or or you know or like oh well this looks stupid and and then like think about them critically and talk about them like i've definitely grown as a comic book reader and i've definitely like looked at stuff that i you know that i would never even consider like animal man like i remember i was like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be dumb and then like i really liked it i think yeah and, and i think that you start when you start critically looking at comics you start looking at how much even a bad comic think about mm-hmm. all the thought that went into what this character is going to do and what this dialogue is. it's i don't think we've read one comic yet where it was like this seemed lazy yeah you know it's really, like no. it's not always worked out but it's never actually yeah, seemed I mean, lazy I, it, or like i mean even misguided. Aunt, like there was stuff that we enjoyed in it there was yeah. stuff that was done well and i feel like like especially me because at least for me I have been reading comics for a while and mm-hmm. it's really easy to get jaded and be like, yeah. Oh, all this stuff is garbage. You know, like I'm not ever going to, yeah. yeah. why would I even acknowledge the fact that those comics exist? Because you know, I, I blah, blah, blah. I'm the best. I have the blah, best blah, taste blah, in blah. comics or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but but <laughs> man, you guys have, you guys have shown me so much stuff that I would never have even taken a second look at that. I've really enjoyed and has really expanded Same my horizon. Here, yeah, that's definitely true. I, and I like that we've read comics that honestly, have, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm just tooting my own word here, but I like that we've read comics have touched on some pretty heavy issues like we read something oh, terrible yeah. we read i mean uh, sex we, we read sex criminals you did which read sex a lot about sexual identity especially anything with written by alan moore yeah <laughs> we, we, learned, alan we learned moore. that alan moore has a plot point that he likes to, <laughs> to we learned that we're read. not going to read alan moore next year no no we're gonna we're gonna have to read oh, so much more alan point. moore, we're we're more alan you're looking moore. at the guy who has every league of extraordinary gentlemen and books, you're telling so. me you don't want to read league just like take a break we are we've been we've been taking a break do we tackled uh we tackled uh, gender on this show yeah. we did. with all the female superheroes versus male superheroes yeah. versus we talked we read captain marvel we talked mm-hmm. about that which uh, is yeah. now going to be a made I'm, i'd like to say that we are the reason that the can i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'm go sure. ahead and say no but <laughs> um exciting and uh, honestly i don't know if you guys have anything else to say but finally well, i, I want to think yeah go ahead yeah just one of my favorite moments is so simple and personal it was seeing someone that we work with who never really had an intention according to them to read a comic book and after i I think he at least listened to our first episode or he just kind of heard us talking about it and being passionate about it and he right there you know we we weren't talking to him he was just there on on his uh on his ipad and he was just like Hey guys, check this out. And then we're like, "What?" And it's me and Alan, I think. Uh, yeah. And, and he, he sits down next to me. He goes, "Okay, I'm downloading comics. What do I download?" Yeah. He's like, "What do I download?" And then he just like downloaded. Uh, I I told him like, "Dude, Walking Dead number one is free on Comicsology right now. Get that." So he did that, but that was just kind of cool. And the fact That's that true. It, it sounds silly. The fact but that the fact- after we started this podcast around our work, I'd seen so, and we haven't even read it on the show. Yeah. But I've seen so many people be on like reading Court of Owls at work. Yeah, like oh, reading yeah. all the new I've Batman. Ha- I've had people yeah. ask me, they're like, "Hey, you were talking about like a Batman thing. I know you've mentioned like which one yeah. is that? Like, where, people, where can I get yeah. it?" And I'm just like, "Here, borrow it, bring it back." I've had people ask me, "Dude, like, what's some good Batman?" And I get to, I get to, mm-hmm. pre- to pre- preach my spiel of the Dark Knight Returns. Read yeah. it. It, well, it's just <laughs> cool that like I know it sounds really egotistical, but the fact that like people that we know, even people that we don't know very well, yeah, yeah. and just people that would never have really given comic books a second thought um, are asking us, you know, Hey, I kind of want to start reading comics. What should I read? This is what, these are the types of things that I like. Or I was thinking about reading a Batman book. Like Mm -hmm. what, where should I start? Or, you know, we've had people like that influence our show. I mean, we've had Trevor, 
Trevor is one of the reasons we do um, character compendium the way that we do it. Yeah. And also we had uh, Mike who suggested yeah. the character without, compendium. Yeah. With, and honestly, that, that kind of leads me into what I was going to say. Like yeah. Without you fans, like we wouldn't oh, yeah. have a lot of good ideas. Like We, we love hearing from you. Yeah, here's the only 10 of you. <laughs> no, like, we love hearing from you guys. We love reaching out. We love hearing that somebody's listening. It makes me, it does my, it, you know what? It does my heart good to, to know that I'm doing something that somebody is interested in. It. Mm. And Please, that, mm. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I miss when we get emails. I really, 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 <laughs> yeah. really, really like, I mean. Adam even, Cools, you're the best fan ever. <laughs> Who wants to beat Adam? If, if you could, if you <laughs> should just. Uh, T-shaped visor. Uh, T-shaped visor. Uh, uh, it was funny because I tweeted something during Inktober and, um, and T-shaped visor uh, favored it and goes, great. Now drop Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by that's the way, awesome. T.J. Visor... Draw Batman stealing a ghost. Well, <laughs> right, by the way, T.J. Visor, uh, that's the reason I am the potato came about. So you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but like if, if anybody's listening and you just have like five seconds out of your day and you just want to shoot us an email that says, what's your favorite brand of soda? Or like anything, you know, honestly, I, like because those we'll make it, we'll make it yeah, about Batman. Like something. <laughs> I mean, superheroes. Like, like we were saying, you know, that the one where we got was like, hey, which one of you like match the names to the pictures on the album art like that, that was kind of cool because even yeah. though it's not like hey this is comic book related you know it was just it's like i want to know i want to know about you guys so it's kind of cool to know that you know we have you know fans in other states oh that's that, super that, fans know, who Florida don't know us we have fans in other states <laughs> we, of mine. we live in southern california southern california and somebody in florida is listening to this so that's, exactly. cool. that, that's I, awesome i think that's america's wang <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I, think, I, I just think it's so rad that, you know, we have people that really look forward to and actually listen to it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, take advice from it or, you know, just kind of make suggestions on it. I mean, there's a lot of people that we know personally that will, you know, will text us and be like, hey, but it's kind of cool when there's people that we don't get to see very often mm-hmm. that reach out and contact us. I and do want to hey, yeah. check this out. I do want to give a shout out to uh, one of my one of my friends who I don't get to see very often, but has told me that. um uh, comics have made him dust off his old comics uh, and start reading again. And uh, so, uh, shout out to my buddy Fish uh, because he is now posting things on Facebook about uh, he goes and he's been buying a lot of the Bob's Burgers comics. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, like, he loves. <laughs> the, so I Fish, I think I'm gonna bring a Bob's Burger comic at some point. That first one's just pretty funny. I read the first one's pretty funny. Dude, yeah, my, gonna, somebody's gonna bring Alan, it. Alan, can point. I ask you a serious question though? What's a really that? serious question. Yeah. yeah. Is fish a code name for the fact that you know Aquaman? Is that? <laughs> is this, is this I, my friend cool. Fish? <laughs> I call him like Art or something. Artie, Artie, Artemis, Artie Fish. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, that's going to do it for for our year of review. Um, so thank you guys for, for, for that, for listening. And thank you for all you've done for us. And thank each of you, all of you guys, from me, from, I guess, all of us. This is I'm just doing it for all of us, for sticking with this. And yeah, I know a lot, of, a lot of podcasts yeah, fail and crash and burn, but we did yeah. not. We have succeeded. We've it, risen dude, like a and, phoenix and we've, we've had what's from really ashes cool. that weren't even there. What's really cool is we've gained listenership on this show from some of our other shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've gained listenership in our other shows from this show. That's right. true. I think that's like pretty cool where I'm yeah. like... I, I it's had, all tied in. I had someone tweet at like you know eyes in the dark me like oh man I can't wait for episode two and I was just like oh cool I, at first I was like someone's stoked about it I was like wait a minute wait a minute I know that na- he listens 
this is our other show. <laughs> yeah. He listens to four color. Co- oh, that's cool. It's it's cool to see that. And I, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really proud it's of like all of It's like a crossover. Thanks yeah. for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you all. Thank you. Um, so before we, before we uh, start giving Thanks your Thanks to all of our from, awesome guests that we've interviewed. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Thank you for all the creators, everybody yes. who's an artist or a writer or anybody who's reached out to us or we've reached out to you and you've been so kind. Uh, whether you're, you know, whether honestly you're just an indie comics maker or like whether you're freaking Grant Morrison, like it doesn't matter anywhere, anywhere in between there, you guys are all equal in our eyes. It doesn't matter who you are. Thank you so much for supporting us and we will continue to support you in every way we can. Um, okay. So going one more section we have guys, no back matter this time, but I came up with an idea and it doesn't have to necessarily be comics. Yes. I came up with an idea for a section called. Because it's because it's our one year. So this, this this ends our first year. Okay. So just like at the end of a regular year, you have resolutions. Okay. Mm-hmm. But because we read comics, I'm asking you guys to give me some of your New Year's resolutions. Uh, uh, the face you make when you say so that, it's, funny. it's oh gosh. It doesn't have to necessarily be something that is like oh you have to read this book or this or that. Like what's something in the next year comics related that you want to accomplish? Whether it be you know writing one, reading mm-hmm. something you've always wanted to read. Well, we'll go. I'll, I'll, we'll go around the circle. Um, I won't make Alan go first. We'll do it reverse order this time. Oh, that's me, Ryan. What would you like to accomplish this year in the comics? I like realm? how reverse order would have been you starting, but instead you pass the book. No, it's no, right. Ryan. Ryan's Ryan's Technically, I'm at the end. It's always, yeah. Um, I never get to go first, (laughs) except for when I bring a book that's first. Um, I like want to read more. I'm sorry. Uh, comics this year. (laughs) Uh, uh, I've been to the comic book store. It's the last. I've been. I bought a lot of not a lot of comics, but I've bought a handful of comics in the last couple of months that I haven't read. And so I need to like start reading the stuff that I bought. Like I bought the rise of Aurora West and it has not been read yet. I just bought the wicked and divine, uh, Mm -hmm. trade paperback. I haven't read that yet. Uh, I have a couple of, uh, a couple issues of Steven universe and a dog and (laughs) I have the, the James Stokoe Avengers year 100 book that I haven't even cracked yet. Uh, so I want to catch up on my reading. I have a bunch of I, I did the I did the Ani Press humble bundle and I have I got like, that too and I have I I've got even... like there's like a t- like I've, I'm I'm like a third of the way through Mega Go Go but I haven't touched like Buzz or Suicide Risk or Bunker or Six Gun yeah uh, there's just a ton like I want to read stuff yeah um but those are so you want more you reading time I want I want well no but I want like. I, I'm gonna figure out some way that I can start bringing them. That I can bring the first yeah, issue of each exactly. of these things. I will be happy to read. Well, some of all them are the graphic books, novels, but, uh, well, I, but I'd I be happy to read the you've first. Brought first chunk, you've brought chunks of graphic. Yeah, novels. I have. I do yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and I I wanna I wanna bring some web comics. I think I think oh. I'm gonna follow in Alan's footsteps and and try to bring, bring a web comic sweeties? or two. And <laughs> no, I'm not gonna bring. <laughs> I love Diesel Sweeties, and I know you can't stand it. So, <laughs> uh, maybe one day just to torture you, but it's it's more of a newspaper comic than okay. it is a, uh, a a comic book kind of comic. Um, the other thing is I'm doing a December book reading club. Uh, I tend to, in the last couple of years, I've done a, reading a different science fiction book in December. This year we're reading, um, or I'm reading, and then if anybody joins me, uh, reading Foundation by Isaac Asimov. Okay. Uh, there, there are talks. Is there pictures about it. in it? There's no pictures. Just, what? What? What kind of book is just, that? It's just a words <laughs> book. It's just a words. Is this book. monthly or annual? Words. <laughs> There's books with just words in them. Just words. Yeah. No. It's, How many issues is it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's <laughs> it's the first series? of a series. Does DC put it out? 
Uh, no. So it's an image book then. <laughs> it's by Peng- It's by Penguin. Uh, I don't. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> is that? Oh, like you mean it stars the Penguin? Harper Collins. Were Who's they that? at Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Isaac Asimov is no longer alive. Uh, but no, it's the. Is he getting of- credit for this work? Yes. Okay. It's he worked with Jack Kirby. Series. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It'll never happen, Ryan. That Jack Kirby did do a uh, did do a graphic <laughs> graphic version of 2001: A Space Odyssey. Okay, oh, that's but that's boring. Arthur Clarke. Okay. That's not okay. But what? anyway, um, that exists. Awesome. Uh, you broke two yeah, years ago. it's it'll blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> Bring anyway, it, Ryan. Isaac Bring Asimov's uh, Foundation. If you want to read that, follow. Um, I guess I'll post about it on the Four Color Twitter. Okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I want to I want to read more. I want to bring. I don't know. I, I bring bring in stuff that I know I really like, and I'm sure that all you guys are really like. And so I'm gonna start bringing stuff that maybe you guys won't like as much. Okay, yeah. just to make things interesting, Let's shake do things it. up. Right. Um, I think for my well, for reading, I have decided that I'm going to read. Um, there's two series I've been meaning to read a lot more of, and I've read some, but I always kind of just taper off because I have other things. I'm gonna try to read by the end of this next year, the entirety of the Invisibles. And the entirety of Grant Morrison's run on Doom Patrol. All right. <laughs> so it's going to be a very Morrison your brain year. Brain is going to bleed. I know. I'm excited to to trip to trip to trip my mind on that one. Um, but like for me, I don't know. I I really I, w- I want to spend more time, just as much time as I I, I have, and I'm sure Chewie will probably echo this. Um, as much time as I spend reading comics, writing comics. I want to work on some of my own stuff. I know Chewie and I. We haven't really said much about it on the show, but Chewie and I are working on a small project right now. Uh, I want to take part Jacob. in that project too. I forgot to mention. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you do you know what that is? Yeah, did we, we tell talked you about, about it? it at Jack in the Box. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, we'll wait till there's more concrete stuff. To we'll give relate. you some more details as it comes on, but um, yeah. but that's I mean, as far as reading, that's what I want to do. For me, I, I will I will do this. I'm gonna try to stick to my and I and I know this is weird for me, but I'm gonna try to stick to my wheelhouse because I always say, oh, I love superheroes, love superheroes. Guess how many superhero books I read on the reg? Not very many, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to stick to the wheelhouse of bringing like superhero books every time, but. I'm going to try to think outside the box a little bit and say that hopefully by the end of this next year, I will have brought at least one manga or one webcomic oh, that is semi-related ooh, to superheroes. So I'm going to do some work oh. and check that out. That um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my, my read solutions for the year. What about you, Joey? <laughs> what do you think? Terrible it's man. so great. <laughs> um, I thought really hard about this. My thing is I, to be honest, have been a bad comic book reader uh, at times, uh, I've used, I think, the show as an excuse at times to be like, well, I got to read these for the show. And, you know, and then I don't read books on my own. Uh, and as a result, I've fallen behind on a lot of my series that I that I do enjoy. So one of my resolutions is to actually keep up, you know, to essentially put up or shut up. If I'm going to say that I like <laughs> this book or I like that or whatever, I'm going to actually, you know, keep up with them. Um because it's it's a bummer when you know people are like oh I know you like this so what do you think and I'm like oh, I'm not caught up and they're like oh okay you haven't read the latest issue I'm like I haven't read the last five <laughs> you know or something like that you man know. sorry what I'm caught up on <laughs> I know you are I'm proud of you you read the last two we got to talk um, about them finally yeah but in in any case I I really want to do a better job at keeping up with the series that I like so it may take me a little bit to actually get to the point where I'm caught up just because I am so far behind on some things um I want to. You know, yeah, kind of reconnect with my... I mean, I want to keep branching out like I have been doing because of my eyes being opened with the show. But at the same time, I do want to discover... I feel like what's been happening is I've been discovering a lot of great books that, for lack of better words, are not in my wheelhouse, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. But 
then I'm just using ones that I've already read in the past or I'm already familiar with and be like, well, I've already read this and it's kind of like what I would normally recommend. So I'll bring one from my, for like a better words, backlog from yeah. my library. I've yeah. done that too. I, I yeah. kind of want to mm-hmm. do more discovery within my, for lack of better words, genre. Um, so that way I can make newer, fresher recommendations rather than this book came out two years ago and trying <laughs> to find it. Um, Writing, definitely, as you mentioned, that project that we're working on with uh, someone uh, as well. And also, uh, we're just give a shout That's Jacob. It's our friend Jacob. Uh, Alan and I also have been, a lot of it has been a lot of talk. And I know there's been work independently on both of our parts, and they haven't actually commingled yet. So I really want to, you know, get some of that going and seeing kind of wh- where that goes. And I really want to get back on the drawing bandwagon because I have not, uh, I fell off of that after uh, October. And I want to start doing that more, but um, reading more of the classics, you know, which I know First Prince is going to do, but I kind of want to go beyond that as well and, you know, find ones where I can say, hey, this is something I want to bring to First Prince. And hey, listeners, recommend us First Prince. Yeah. If you have anything you want to recommend or series that you like and you think like if you were, listen, honestly, if you're like. I know Ian brings superhero books, so hey Ian, you should read this. Or I know Chewie likes stuff that's metal. Or Ryan likes stuff that says. Or there's yeah. another web comic that Alan hasn't heard of, or whatever it is. Like, give us stuff that you think that we should talk about. Because there's nothing I love more than than I, I can I can speak for podcasts I listen to or things I listen to when I'm like, oh, they talked about like yeah. like an idea. Like honestly, I know it sounds silly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit for this. Uh, a podcast I listen to is a Kevin Smith podcast, Education. I suggested a. A new segment for their show. They tried it, didn't work out so well, but one of their segments kind of has been altered and kind of took my idea and rolled with it, kind of like we did with Fork with, with the character compendium. Yeah. So, like, we love those ideas. Please send us books, send us ideas, send us anything you yeah, got, question, anything. Question, Even if you think it's stupid, we will read it on the show and we promise to not rip you apart. I can't speak that thoughts. for Alan, but I will promise to not rip you yeah, apart. I seem <laughs> to be the negative Nancy. So. Thoughts, <laughs> debates, anything. Anything. Um, speaking of Alan, yeah. Alan, what are your New Year's reads? Say it. Oh. Say what you're Read, uh, say the word resolution. Yes, <laughs> he said it. He said the he thing. Said. The love nasium. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, guys, Alan aspires to nothing. <laughs> what is my my spirit animal? Is that internet sloth? That's the um, the uh, sleep. What is it? Nap all day, sleep all night, party never. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my that's my slogan. Um, <laughs> that's my spirit animal. Um, Come I on. don't know. I guess. That's when you tap into the red. That's what you connect to. <laughs> can, can, can I can I propose something and we can do this? And what? if you want to, but uh, can I can I challenge you to a uh, New Year's resolution? And right. you can we can all challenge you. These don't have to start till G- like January. Right? No, they start now. Starting oh. next. Start, starting. Well, we already have our issues picked up for next for time. We've done it for a year. So let okay. me at, let me challenge you, Alan. I challenge you this year to bring one Batman book as a here's my issue. What? Just one. You know what he did bring. Did he bring Batman Beyond or was that you? No, that was me. I challenge you to bring one Batman book that you like. So fine, try some. I got a year, so I'll figure it out. And Alan, I, I, I will, I I will tell you this. Like, I'm gonna. The reason I'm, I'm gonna start. I said, oh, I'm gonna read more superhero comics. That will be. Notice when I said Grant Morrison, I didn't say I'm gonna read any more of his Batman stuff. I'm gonna try to uh, try to branch out from the bat. (laughs) I will, I will attempt to dive into the bat. Um, So I guess. You're going to try to become a bat? <laughs> I will become... Just one book. One book that you no, find you, you interrupted like. him. He was saying it. I will become a very disappointing climax. <laughs> wow. That was, uh, yeah. wow. See what I did there? No. Uh, Chewie's really bad at me. Um, okay, by, well, by I the guess... way, any of the bat family also counts. Oh. oh, oh I'll, I'll, I'll broaden it for you. Like, well, you brought Grace. But it has to have Batman in it. He has to be a peer, at least one panel in the book. Does it have... I mean... That means you can't can bring it, Batgirl. And I'm going to put this delicately... 
Can it be an adult parody of a Batman nope, book? Nope, has to no. be a DC published Batman book. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, that was going to be good. Has to have Batman um, in it. That's my only right. critique. So I guess, I mean, I guess I'll try doing a webcoming again. Um, <laughs> Don't gasp. <dude. laughs> uh, I did spend three and a half hours the other day watching YouTube videos on how to use Manga Studio. So now that I have that, I'm, I'll give it a shot. Good. Um, uh, what about reading? Yeah, Is there any books you want, want to read? I guess I'll read more. Uh, you guys, I mean, you guys have all very lofty goals, and <laughs> I'm just going to attempt not to die in the next year and <laughs> God, hopefully Alan. make it through the next one. All right, that's it. We're going to all challenge Alan to something. <laughs> Chewy, challenge Alan to something. I'm going to challenge you to... Uh... <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to challenge Great, you to the sloth wins. Let's move forward, Chewie. No, I? I'm going to challenge... Okay, fine, then I'll take Chewie's challenge. You also have to bring one Green Lantern book. I, I am going to bring Green Lantern book, you have to convince me to like it. Oh. <laughs> I will bring one... Well, gra- I'm probably going to bring two or three. Just bring a okay, really good, good one, and, and then maybe... I, I have like a couple, it. yeah. I got okay. a couple in mind. Cool. And Ryan, do you have a challenge for Alan? Oh, I'm supposed to challenge Alan for something? I guess because apparently I don't have any goals in life. Well, y- it was up to you to decide these goals. <laughs> I challenge you to make goals. <laughs> I challenge you. Like, I wish for 99 wishes. <laughs> 99 um, unlimited wishes. <laughs> well, I mean, let's not get greedy here. <laughs> I challenge you to... Nerf the Garthunk? Make a comic book. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. dude. Oh, make one. Here. Put on down you, the you heard him. It does. That that could just be one issue. All right. So here's the thing: is um, I know that I, I mentioned that I draw things, and I I mean, if you're following me on Instagram, you'll know that I put up a lot of stuff for Inktober and, uh, and stuff in between there. Um, okay. All right. Since two, uh, my Instagram is at marginally talented. So M R G N L Y talented. Uh, it's my Instagram and my Twitter and my. You can look up marginally talented. I'm on Tumblr also. Keep challenging Alan to things. Um, Feel free, reach out. Yeah, you <laughs> if you want, you can <laughs> challenge me to draw things, and I will draw them. Um, so there you go. Uh, I guess that would be something that I would that I would focus on. I have one challenge for you, and that challenge is start taking commissions. Oh, dude. yeah. Take commissions. Take at least one commission. Take commissions from Chewy. People. Right. Guys, do you boys have any challenges for me? Uh, I challenge you to quit being such a D-bag. Uh, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> right after you do, I'll do that. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Well played, sir. Challenges. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I challenge I, you. Okay. I challenge you to find a, not just superhero related manga, but like a legitimate manga, like okay. through some sort of means. And I'll recommend you a few if you want to, but I, I challenge you to on your own, because there are many different sources out there. Go find one. And I had read one. It. I just heard about the really had back matter. I might, I might okay. have been interested in. So I'm going to okay. say, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, not Marvel and attack. On Dang Titan. it. Come no, on. No, no, no. I, challenge, on. I challenge you to find a chewy style book that you really like. Okay. Like, does it have to have superheroes in it? No superheroes at all. Oh, you want me to not do superheroes. Yeah, okay. Not superheroes. Like I want you to do where you're like, you know, try to find. All right, I'll put myself book. into the chewy frame of mind. Okay. Yeah. Like something like, blood and guts okay all right i'll do that ryan anything uh bring a ryan book <laughs> just want me to, everybody mimic my style yeah, everybody do be like me it so works. you want me so you want me to, so you want no, me to do you know three what? episodes where i do covers is what you want me to do <laughs> that would be kind of entertaining actually if we did that as an episode uh no you know what um i well i mean alan already challenged you to find a manga a manga and i'm not gonna you know be silly to say 
Well, you should bring a webcomic because you already yeah. said you okay. were going to bring a webcomic. Yeah. Um, I would challenge you to um, find a find a, a graphic novel to bring for first prints that's not a collection of individual issues of a superhero comic. I already like have a, one in like mind. Like a standalone, <laughs> a standalone yeah. one? Okay, cool. So, hey, wait, hold on. That's superhero, not Scott Pilgrim. That's superhero related or not? It doesn't have to be. Okay. Doesn't have, but you have no stipulation on that. Yeah. Okay. But okay. like an original graphic novel, not a collection of individual okay. issues. I okay, have so one we're in all, mind that I've been wanting to bring so in. So we're all going to challenge Chewy now? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I will challenge we're Chewy. challenging everybody. Okay. So Chewy, exactly. uh, Chewy, I challenge you to... I challenge you. script? No, no, no. I challenge you to do what we did with the 50 cent bid. Okay. Right. But I challenge you to read the whole run or okay. at the very Ooh. least the first 10 issues. Okay. Okay. Or so, the first arc or whatever it arc. is. Okay. Yeah. The first arc of a random run. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So kind of like what you did with uh, the 50 cent bid and also kind of what you did with Gorilla. Uh, so like Gorilla. what if I picked one where it was like issue 27 and that was issue three in the arc? I mean, the, the means are on. It doesn't matter. Try, I would Just say like, try to find the first issue. Like pick yeah. a first, like a first issue. The point is, find something you're totally unfamiliar with and read the first arc. And cool. Read the first arc of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah of okay. that run. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. Ryan, Just, I, I have a. Yeah. Sp- I want to see if you you pick the same challenge for Chewy. I did, so you go next. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Chewy, I want to see you bring like a classic comic. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Like, okay. I want you to to have read it and have read enough of it, and it, it could dovetail with with Alan's or maybe not. Okay. But bring us bring us something Silver Age, you know, bring okay. us something sixties or seventies, um, just because there's so much history and 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 I feel like mm. you're the you're the one who's newest into yes. comics, so I, yes. I I feel like you would you could find so a lot of prior to the eighties. Uh, yeah, let's okay. say prior to the eighties. So. I, I would challenge you. You challenge me to look into your wheelhouse, and I challenge you to look into Ryan's. I want you to bring a children's book, a kid's oh, comic that you like. Oh, okay. I want you to read a kid's comic and then find one that you like, and then nice. bring that for the I show. Like that. Here's my I issue. like that. Cool. Uh, Are we writing these down? Uh, we got being recorded. I don't know if you know this, we're, okay. we're recording it. <laughs> I'll write Wait, them down, I'll write them down when I go through the show. It's up to our listeners to tweet us, be like, hey. You can do that yet. Those errands? We should probably <laughs> tell errands? everybody what our individual Twitter <laughs> handles are. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at Chupacabra. C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. Uh, mine is at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. We know uh, Alan's already. <laughs> mine's uh, at Ryan Roop. That's R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. And we'll start doing that at the top of the show if you guys are cool with that. Are you guys sure. cool with that? I'm down with that. Cool. I'm on All the right. Tumblr's as prestige format. So, so Ryan, what are the challenges for Ryan? Uh, okay, so I'm... Oh man, I was going to say bring something dark, but I'm a guy was pretty greedy. Um, <laughs> uh, Alright, somebody else go. I'm going to think about this. I challenge Ryan to mm-hmm. either bring me, a, bring me a book that you like uh, from either the New 52 or from uh, Marvel Now all new or whatever marvel now i want you to bring me a book okay. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna add a little bit I'm of glad that you i'm gonna add one little marvel caveat now, to this though. though ff does not count yeah, face. <laughs> what about young avengers um young avengers doesn't count either it has to be something you haven't I read yet. Have said anything I uh, no no no. Avengers. i knew it was gonna any anything like that you can't do either don't do either of those all right okay okay my challenge for you is gonna be you have mentioned in the past a particular carry, uh, carry a particular character and story idea, which shall remain nameless right here. That's uh, something that is 100% awesome, and I want you to get started on that. I want you to, in this, at, at the very least in this year, like 
pl- create plot points and outlines and have be ready to start scripting a first issue for it, however uh-huh. long that issue is. Um, I, I'm not going to say, you know, bring it to print, you know, but like, like be ready to start scripting that as far as you want to go. I think that you can within this year have it printed. All right. Yep. All right. Cool. If you want to do the bare minimum, though, that's up to you. But I mean, <laughs> the bare minimum amount of flare. If you Some want, people if you want just the minimum wear amount of flare. <laughs> Brian over there is where it's 31 pieces. Okay. So you're saying more flare? I'm saying you need to wear the amount of flare that you think is great. Okay. So, so uh, more flare. Okay. Right. So my challenge is Ryan specific, but I, I mean, I don't think we're going to, I don't think it's going to be, we have so many other first prints. This isn't going to count. Um, I challenge you, Ryan, because we read Civil War. Uh-huh. I challenge you to read Secret Invasion. Okay. Uh, okay. That's fair. You, you only right. have to read the bare minimum, but I want you to read Secret Invasion. Okay. That's the one with the scrolls. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, we can read it. We maybe and it maybe, picks up maybe, right. we'll, maybe we'll read it for the show just to be, but we'll, we'll figure no, it out. Because, no, because no, no, no. we have so many other first prints. I have an idea. Though, no, Ryan, you read it. And then if you then if you like back. and you report back and if you're like maybe we should check this out we'll read it for the show sure that, I, that I, Ryan has to read it again <laughs> I have a challenge for everybody including myself okay I want to have a new chunk of back matter where we talk about other things that we've read not for the show okay 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 that way we have to be reading yeah. other things not for the Dude, show that's awesome I like so that. Uh, how's that gonna cut into movie time I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other challenge is to talk less about movies <laughs> our challenges for our listeners are gonna be contact us constantly <laughs> yes keep it keep it we up need here. validation <laughs> seriously i don't want to work i'd rather be on twitter please yeah please. please. i don't please. want to work i just want to bang on the drum all day oh wow <laughs> i got I don't twitter wanna, open while i'm at work i don't so. want to know your name i just want Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> wow. That sounds... All right. Shriggity-shwo, 55. <laughs> All right. What and, just and with that's that... That's my presidential camp play. <laughs> my presidential platform. I'd vote for that. Shriggity-shwo, 55. All right. What well, is that a reference? Uh, group X. It's a YouTube thing. We'll talk about yeah, it. Okay. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, that is going to probably wrap us up for our one-year annual. Uh, thank you so much. If you've been listening from the beginning, we appreciate it. Well, <laughs> before we go, we want to talk about... Our next, actually, episode is uh, our holiday episode. Oh, it's I have the to bring Christmas a, episode. Oh, is it the Christmas episode? Yes, it is. Um, so, all first, right. for, uh, first Prince, uh, of, as, of course, we talked about it. Just to remind you, remind you again, though, we're going to bring the second half of uh the uh, dc new frontier so issues uh four five and six for that uh but for uh, f- uh for here's my issue uh alan we'll, we'll let you go first alan what are you going to be bringing i'll pause it so uh i'm going to be bringing kind of an old issue and uh i kind of had to like i was like thinking what do i want to bring like what's gonna what's gonna make this fun to read and i thought what makes everything fun Deadpool. So I'm bringing an episode. Uh, it's part of an anthology, Christmas apparently. Deadpool? It's a Marvel Digital Holiday Special from 2008, uh, issue number two, uh, where uh, Deadpool lands a job that requires him to infiltrate Santa's workshop. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to be bringing that one. Okay. I can't wait till Christmas, guys. Truly uh, bringing. The book I'm bringing is from IDW. Uh, it's called The Wraith. Welcome to Christmas Land. <laughs> okay. It's what? done uh, by Joe Hill and CP. Oh, Wilson. Joe Hill? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know who Joe Hill is, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he writes <laughs> okay. uh, He writes Lock and Key. He's also oh, yeah. Very famous person's son. Yeah. Hank Hill? The person is Stephen King. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. 
right? That's love, a very awkward pause there. I so love I'm gonna keep my go- Wraith comic, I'll tell you what. So, uh, story by Joe Hill, art by Charles P. Wilson III. Uh, and just so you guys see where this is going with uh, the Wraith, Welcome to Christmas Land, number one. Uh, this is the cover for it. If you want to take a quick look. That's for it. not cool. Yep. <laughs> Oh, hello, Nightmare no Town. <laughs> the license plate is great. All right. Wow. Actually, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, for me, I will be bringing a, uh, another superheroes book uh, from uh, DC. Uh, I switched. What did Marvel last time? DC this time. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to be bringing JLA number 60. Uh, it is from the uh, previous JLA run. It's written by Mark Wade. Um, and guest pencils are by Cliff Rathburn. Um, but it is about uh, Santa Claus being inducted into the Justice League, so we'll check that out. Uh, Ryan, what are you going to be bringing? Um, I'm bringing a book that's not strictly a, com- a uh, Christmas book. Um, I, I, from what I recall, I haven't read it in a while. I think it has Christmas elements. Like Die Hard's um, not a Christmas movie? Yeah, not quite like that, but just sort of like, oh, man, I don't know any Christmas comics, but this one's really good. And I think there's a Christmas tree on one panel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christmas comics. Comics are really good. I am going to bring uh, DC Solo, uh, the Mike Allred issue. I don't remember which one. DC Solo was this thing that DC did in in the early 2000s where Mm. they had a different uh, creator basically be in charge of an issue of a comic book and they could do whatever they wanted with DC properties. So Paul Pope did one. Yeah. Wow. uh, That's pretty cool. um, I've seen him before. So I'm bringing the DC. I'm bringing the Mike Allred version. Perfect. Well, guys, that's going to wrap us up for our one-year an- annual uh, and this issue of Four Color Commentary. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening and invite you to come back next time to the podcast that puts Santa Claus right next to Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Captain America, and every single superhero because Santa Claus superpowers. This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate, ultimate destiny. destiny. I'm Alan. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. And I'm Ryan. Stay near mint, everybody. Bye. 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 This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.